What's up, Brian? Hey, Jay. What's up, dude? It's so funny. We just ran into each other here. It's, it's like, oh, wow. Was, yeah. Wasn't Fancy even seeing you here. Mm-hmm. How's it going? Um, hey, you hey. know, you did this Monday, so I'm going to throw it back at you. Yeah. Marry, yeah. fuck, kill. Uh-huh. Battle zone. Uh-huh. Kill, uh, kill, killing battle zone. Okay, next. <laughs> Res infinite. Oh, okay. That's sexy. Uh-huh. And Shadow Legend. Oh, my God. Yeah, no question about it. Res is sexy as hell. I'm, ma- I'm uh, fucking Res Infinite, and I'm going to kill Battlezone because, eh, you know, I've had my fun. And- <laughs> PlayStation already killed it, so you don't even have to. <laughs> also true. And I'm going to marry Shadow Ooh, Legend because geez. what an awesome world to live in. I like uh, it. Yes. Dude, can we start the show? Let's do it. This is PSVR Gamescast Live. We film live every single Monday, Wednesday, and Friday right here. Bring it to you live on YouTube, 6 p.m. Eastern. If you don't like hanging out with us live and watching us in our pretty faces right here in the top quadrants of your screen, then you can always go to Spotify or Apple Podcasts and, and listen to this uh, in podcast format. Thanks to our wonderful friend, Jay Meow, after every show. Don't forget. Sci-Fi Game Cat Henry adds timestamps to this thing a couple hours after the show ends. So if you're like, dude, get to the fucking point. Like, why is it taking you like 45 minutes to get to the topic? Then just <laughs> fucking wait, man. And the timestamps will be there. I promise you. Because it always takes us a long time to get to the topic, man. <laughs> <laughs> At least it's free. That's all you kids care about is shit being free. Shit is free. That's right. Everything we do over here is free. Uh, and uh, But yep. Salvador uh, paid us anyway with $5 tips. Says, dang, not going to catch this live. I want a clean debate. No hat or beanie pulling except for good dog, bad dog. Can't wait to watch this later. Thank you very much, Salvador. Uh, what much up, Salvador? Love. We also got Looper, the underground game cat with the five euros. Says, in the subsequent tips, tips, I will reveal my own top three PSVR games oh, here for each year. Starting with 2016. Number three, Headmaster. Number two, Batman Arkham, number one, Rush of Blood. Oh, dude, this was, let's do this instead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you just tell us your, yours. <laughs> yeah, this is, this is wonderful. Oh, man, it sounds like somebody's getting killed in my hallway. I'll keep you posted on what happens, I promise. All right, guys, thank you so much for the tips. We love you oh so very much. Uh, please do not forget um, to, uh, to, to subscribe, not only to, this is, what is happening out there? Don't don't forget to uh, you know subscribe and like this video. Subscribe and like over on uh, PSVR Underground. Do all the typical YouTube stuff, man. We love you for it. I don't need to explain it to you. You know how it works. Thank you very much. Also, join us on Discord. Click the link in the description. Haha. Good. <sighs> yeah, it's a lot uh, of fun, dude. Vargelsoft in in the uh, in the chat says, "What are the rules to the top twenty-five? New games only. Is DLC allowed?" Um, so this is this is interesting, right? Because this is not our typical top twenty-five debate. Uh, we are not here to say these are the best twenty-five PlayStation VR games. Very seldom, like whenever we make those lists, we have to consider everybody else. Right? We have to we have to say, you know, uh, if you're putting on a PSVR headset for the very first time, these are all the games you should be considering, and we have to sort of put personal bias aside, right? And and I can't just flood the list with horror games. 
Um, and so, and so AJ and I thought it'd be really, really fun to, uh, to just throw caution to the wind and tell you guys like the games that we think are our favorites, which are obviously going to be very, very biased. Right, AJ? This is nothing but bias. You guys have asked for this over and over, and we wanted to finally give the people what they want. This is very clear. This is not a top 25 list of our highest. This is not a best of the best thing. This is just our personal favorites, and we thought it would be really, really fun to do this. We also plan on, uh, you know, <laughs> maybe uh, maybe as a byproduct, shedding some light on some lesser-known titles. Mm-hmm. We also plan to fight and make fun of each other as much as possible, make this as heated as possible. Although I, I don't think there's going to be a, too many of those moments, but we'll, you never know. I'm ready to talk a lot of trash about his list. We'll see if he gives me that opportunity. But we just thought it would be really fun and uh, hope you guys enjoy. Yeah, I totally agree. I totally agree. Uh, I mean, I think, and I think the, I think the fun thing you're going to learn here is, uh, is a little bit more about AJ and I and about what kind of gamers we are and the kind of stuff that we like. Um, it's, you know, obviously, if anybody who's been watching the channel for a long time really already understands that uh, and, and knows these things, um, <clears throat> I'm constantly saying I, I don't know anything about strategy games and you know, and, and multiplayer games is kind of playing online multiplayer is kind of new for me. Uh, things I experimented with a little bit back in the day, but didn't really dive full force into until PSVR came around. Um, and so I think I think that's going to be very obvious when I say, hey, these are my personal favorites. We got Looper, the underground game cap, the two euros following up his last tip with his 2017 favorites. Number three, Skyrim. Number two, Farpoint. Number one, Resident Evil 7. Dude, that list right there makes me realize that 2017 was the best year for PlayStation VR. <laughs> 2017 was really good. <laughs> uh, we also got Gatorade 23, the H2O Despising Game Cap. With the $10 tip says, uh, I'd have to put Skyrim in my top five just because of the size and amazing size and amazing exploration. Yeah. Prepare to be disappointed. <laughs> I, uh, um, I'm, I'm already disappointed with your list, AJ, and I haven't seen it. <laughs> good, good. You should be. This should, this ought to be very, very interesting. Now, let it be known, though, that there. this is going to be the weird part about this is that I love so many different types of genres, yeah. and um, I really do anything from shooters to strategy games. Uh, I like a vast array of uh different types of games and they are completely different so i don't know there's also in doing this i realized that there's at least 50 to 75 top psvr games that i would like recommend to anybody um there's a you know there's like over 500 games we've played most games so we have this i think unique perspective of having the knowledge of the entire PSVR library spare a few um and uh can definitely it it, it changes your perspective when when you are forced to play kind of everything versus just what you are usually interested in yeah. and yeah a lot of these games that made my list are stuff I wouldn't have looked at looked twice at and uh because what we do here uh, I ended up playing quite a few so um it's yeah. it's a uh, it's quite you know it's it's really a different, unique perspective. I think. I think so. Yeah, I, I think I think if uh, I think my list sort of represents what the games I would have been playing for the last five years, 
the ones I would have been purchasing, the, and uh, and you would have seen a lot of the games I would have skipped. Uh, the games that are not on the list that are amazing, right? There are there are top five and top ten games on the list, like things that we recommend on the official without parole top five and top ten list. I mean, top five, you know what I'm saying? Um, that just didn't make my list at all, right? And so, having to step outside of my comfort zone for the channel uh, has really, uh, you know, it's 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 broadened my horizons to definitely made me a more open-minded gamer and made me think about things the way I never would before. Um, but, uh, but yeah, <clears throat> I think, I, I think when we reveal these lists, you're going to know exactly what I would have been playing otherwise, if it wasn't for yep. the channel. Did we, I'm sorry, did, I think I was blabbering too much and I didn't get Looper's last tip. Looper, the underground game cat with a two euro says 2018, number three, the persistence, number two, Beat Saber, number one, Astrobot. I mean, this and good years, yeah. dude. I mean, it's surprising how even as PSVR Gen One is on the way out, we're still getting games like that. And in some way, every year, even if the the library or the catalog that releases a certain year hasn't been the best or whatever compared to another, there's still always something. I mean, last year we got Saints and Sinners. This year, uh, we've we've had some um, uh, a couple amazing ones. We got like Song in the Smoke, and then even next year. We like to me personally. We already have a game of the year contender in uh, Zenith VR. Okay. I mean, we got to play that beta, yeah. um, and and like yeah. So th- it's gonna it's a massive MMO. So it's amazing how we're still getting these like sorts of games um, so late in the life cycle. And that's one thing I've always loved PlayStation for is like you can almost always count on the last years being like some of the best. Looper, the underground game cat with the two euros says 2019. <laughs> We're getting there. Uh, number three is Amoral Legacy. Number two, Blood and Truth. And number one, No Man's Sky. Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. All right. AJ, should, oh. we, uh, should, we, get to, should we get to it and stop, and yeah. stop procrastinating? So, <laughs> yeah. So this isn't our usual. Uh, like I said, this is not the official top 25. This is just something for fun. And uh, we will... We will be doing another top 25 or top 50 very soon, mm-hmm. um, and that will be, like, the real debate that go that ends up being a top list. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah. But we are going to do borrow a couple things from here and do kind of a similar format and work our way from 25 all the way down to 1. We're going to bounce it back and forth, talk about these games. And, uh, yeah, hope you guys are comfy and ready to do this. Let's do this. You have the list ready? Yeah. Let's do it. All right. Uh, well, my number 25 is The Invisible Hours. This wow. is, uh, you know, I got to kick things off. I- I've said a million times I love Rob Yescombe's writing mm-hmm. um, and uh, I love his storytelling. And, yeah, this is one that I was, like, very on the fence about getting. And I finally got it and played it. And even though it's not necessarily, like, a game game that I'm usually like used to. Uh, I think the story, the characters and everything, the writing was so good and it really was just like, I don't know. I was, I was very much immersed in this world and I absolutely love this game. Yeah, man. I mean, like I am, you know, I'm such a point and click adventure fan from back in the day. Uh, this is sort of like, you know, the VR version of that and, and with all the time manipulation and just, really goes so far beyond uh, a lot of those old games that I used to love. Um, 
the fact that it's not on my list is actually a little surprising. Um, but I also think it's super slow. And, uh, and so when I, I, I never like really gone back to it since I first reviewed it. Um, so I was like, Oh, this is an experience I want to like replay again. It wasn't, I was just really, really glad I did it the first time and then moved on. Yeah. And you know, if you are a fan of like mystery movies, like I love, I, I love mystery movies and books. Um, I've read like every Sherlock Holmes book, like twice. Uh, and I love this dark, creepy atmosphere of the game as well that and and it revolves around this murder mystery story um super cool game now let's start on the game feline the top with the five dollar tip says my top three psvr hidden gems look at this beat blaster battle wake transference i don't expect any of them to make your list but i love them uh, no, they did not. <laughs> Niles Ryan, one of those almost made my list. Um, and I will say, and I'll probably say this over and over and over through, over the next hour, uh, but man, my list could have gone a thousand different ways. Like, I, there were so many games that I was looking through being like, oh, fucking love it. Put it on the list. Love it, love it, love it. Next thing I knew, I had 50 games. I was like, what, what do I knock off the list? Um, Transference was one of the ones I had to knock off the list. Uh, Before you get to your 25, uh, Darkwing Chuck, the game cat, they, the game Quack mm-hmm. says Invisible Hours is one of the reasons I decided to get PSVR. Wow. Nice. Interesting. It wasn't exclusive, was it? Tequila Works didn't. Was... It's, it's definitely not exclusive anymore. Okay. It's, I think it's on other platforms now. Looper the Underground Game Cat getting almost caught up with his two euros uh, to 2020, number three, Squadrons, mm-hmm. number two, Dreams, number one, Saints and Sinners. 2020 was a hell of a year, man, for, for PSVR games. Yeah, oh, dude, I mean, like, just looking at Looper's list, every single year had some killer <laughs> titles. Uh, all right, man, well, then uh, let, let me give you Ow. my let me give you my 25, um, and that is, oh, oh, there we go. How, how am I going to do this? Am I just going to copy and paste? Is that how it's going to go? Yep. Everybody's Golf VR. Ooh. Right? Dude, uh, this would have shot so much higher up on the list if, if it had multiplayer, you know, like one of those things that you jump into with friends. All the time, just hang out and shoot the shit. You know, the social aspect of these games are amazing. But it being, you know, a single-player thing and being, uh, you know, riddled with really annoying caddies, <laughs> that's the only reason it ended up so low on my list. I, I I, love everybody's golf games because they are so arcadey, but but at the same time, they, they capture realistic physics and you have to you have to account for every single aspect uh and and you can make them kind of as sim like as you want to and the fact that you are actually swinging the club with the move controller and it almost turned this you know somewhat cartoony somewhat arcadey golf game into one of the most realistic golf sims i've ever played and i didn't expect to like that and i did and i really feel like after playing this game for tons of hours I could get out on a golf course and probably uh, and probably play around pretty well. I had actually just right before this game came out, I I was with uh, you know my my previous job uh, IT company, and I was I actually went golfing with them, and I applied some of the uh, the tips and tricks that I learned while out there for picking up from people, and they worked perfectly. And so like when I streamed the demo of this game. Uh, I think I mentioned some of those tips about getting a good golf swing and, and yeah, it applied perfectly. The, the physics in this game, the actual, I I've always liked, uh, golf games, um, way more than real life golf. Uh, oh, yeah. and, um, and yeah, like starting from hot shots golf and, 
what was it? Mario Golf 64? Uh-huh. Is that what yeah. it's called? Um, yeah, I played the hell out of those. And, um, yeah, this game, really, the sad truth is that everybody's golf just need multiplayer, and it would have been, like, a massive hit. Um, I think not having multiplayer kind of uh, killed any chance it had of being, like, way more popular than it actually was. Yeah, I mean, it felt more like an experience than anything, right? Because it was like, okay, we're giving you three three courses, which is great, especially the, I think the price was only like 30 bucks. Um, but yeah, it just felt like it was missing a lot of these essential uh, unlockables, essential you know, features like multiplayer. Um, but hey, you know what? Uh, if this was, if, if this was Clap Hands experimenting with, uh, yeah. with VR, then they are going to kill it with whatever they put out on, uh, on PSVR 2. Yeah. yeah. Let me uh let me just add something real quick. If yeah. I look like I'm in pain at all, I might have broken my toe before the show. <laughs> like right as I was coming over here, uh I I slammed my pinky toe into a dumbbell that was on the ground that I forgot to put up and uh it's starting to hurt really bad. That'll so. teach you for trying to work out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I don't think it's broken, but it's starting to feel really bad. So if I make some some faces, some weird faces, I apologize. But that's what that is. <laughs> What's the line All from right. Fight Club? Self improvement is masturbation. <laughs> uh, should I go to number twenty four? Let's do it. Number twenty four. Now, I I grew up as a punk rock bassist in in like high school. Um, I've always loved rock and roll, metal, punk rock, and uh, really hard heavy music. And uh, I one of the one of my favorite books of all time is The Dirt by Motley Crue, um, where they just tell their stories about on the road and stuff. It's crazy stuff. And it's all about living the life of a rock star. So I had to give a nod here to Hotel R&R, which is basically that's uh, by Wolf and Wood Studios. I absolutely love this game. Um, you basically stay from hotel to hotel uh, and uh, even some concerts and stuff. And you basically have to trash the place as much as possible uh, in a, in the little bit amount of time you have, and there's also like a plethora of uh, mini games, and uh, it's a super fun game. Looper the Underground Game Cat concludes his trek through the years with a two two euro tip. It says 2021 top three, number three Sniper Elite, number two Song in the Smoke, and number one Hitman Trilogy. Well, that's cheating. Nice, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Hitman Trilogy is hard to argue with. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, dude, Hotel R&R was such a breath of fresh air when that game came out. It was like, uh, I've never seen anything really quite like this. It was so much fun to experiment with. And at first, you're just like, you know, punching walls and, and, and windows and shit. And like, just like, this is, I was like, this is, what's, what is this? And then as you unlock more and more weapons and more and more explosive devices, uh, it just got more and more and more fun. Uh, I will say, that fun started ending for me with the later levels. I didn't find the later levels to be nearly as fun. They tried to make them wide open, and uh, and and maybe I just sucked at the game. But as you, I got into the later levels, I just didn't find the same appeal. Like I, I wanted, you know, chaos. I wanted chain reactions, and and I found that really hard to do uh, with, with with everything so spread out. Um, being said, I think it's crazy original, and it was really daring of Wolf and Wood to do this, especially since they're they're a horror company, man. They they made an Exorcist and, and Chair and Room Greenwater, which both should have been on my list. Um, and they're like, well, let's just do fucking something different and see what happens. And, yeah. and I the mini games, I think, are really really fun and impressive too, and original, like you said. 
It was yeah. like a topography mini game. Like it's crazy. <laughs> um, or second. like being in a being in a pool with a crashed car and having to get as much expensive items and throw it in the trunk. Anyways, probably got to move on. Yeah. To uh, your twenty four. <laughs> this is fun. I do feel like this is going to be a three hour <laughs> show. <laughs> Which I mean, if you guys got nothing it, to do, I mean, it's the end of the year, man, and there's no news right now. Um, our game awards is Friday, yep. so make sure you tune into that. But yeah, this is all about just having some fun with the cats. End of the year, celebrate twenty twenty one. I love that Ryan's in the chat calling you out and calling you cray cray. I was like, because Hotel R and R for me is definitely like I could see this falling in our top fifty list. Uh, and uh yeah this is just our favorites i don't i don't this is my personal favorite list so you have to remind me i'm (laughs) I'm not i'm not trying to impress anyone here right uh yeah yeah it's it's funny because i don't even like totally recommend all the all my favorite games on the list oh yeah there's a ton of these games that i'm just like well let's have a chat and see if this game's for you first but these games are definitely for me which might surprise people when i show you my 24 windlands 2 Oh, that yeah. is surprising. Windlands 2 was hard as fuck. <laughs> yes. Um, because, uh, I mean, it was just super difficult. There were some really, really, really difficult places in this game. Um, and we played it the exact opposite way that you should. I don't think anybody should try to blast through this in one sitting like me and AJ and MRI and Geisen did uh, on day one. It's a bad idea, right? Because you start saying, okay, it starts feeling repetitive, and like the maps start feeling the same, and everything looks... But man, I have jumped in since with other cats and played multiplayer. In the multiplayer element, in the, in the combat, all the things they added from Windlands 1 makes the sequel so fucking good. And it's yeah. like... And you just have to be patient with, patient with your friends because, man, there are some really difficult parts of this where it's like where you just struggle to get from one point to another. And like I had I was playing with uh, with Josh and Jamie Meow, and like like we were coming back and like showing uh, Josh how to like do specific areas. Right. Being like, oh, try it this way. And if that doesn't work, you know, head over this side and try it this way. And it was just like it was there aren't like many interactions that you have with the, the other characters in the game except being able to watch what they do and go, oh, well, this this is sort of a puzzle and sort of a dexterity challenge, and watching somebody else do it before you is actually really helpful. Um, and just again, the whole social element of it uh, just really pushes this thing to uh, the top for me. I absolutely love Windlands too. Yeah, I had a lot of fun with it. I don't think it's it's again not one that I would like recommend to anybody because of how difficult it is and. Um, you know, it's it's definitely made by like hardcore gamers, but I tend to like those kinds of games. Um, and there, yeah, there are difficulty it, options I, though. Like, I mean, you can you there can are change. there are some people that still say it's really difficult though, which I could see. Yeah, but I mean, maybe that's one person out of many. But um, yeah, and, but yeah, and we got to hand it to SciTech, who was like, I was I was one hundred percent certain that when this port dropped on PSVR, in like the jump button wasn't responding and the trophies were good. I was like, I was like this, we might be stuck with this port. Like, I don't, I don't know if they're going to go in and fix this shit because I can only imagine they didn't sell many copies and, uh, and to their credit, they did. Uh, and so it plays really fucking well now, even yeah. better than it it's, did at launch. I'm surprised you had it at 24 considering how much you were 
cussing the game out and frustrated and oh dude the number uh, of times that we, me you and guy son and, and mri gamer game. and and Cussing. we were all just like fuck this game yeah <laughs> yeah but, but we were i really was having fun though same obviously otherwise i wouldn't be putting it on my list yeah 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 uh number 23 this is an example of a game that i i don't it's not necessarily about the greatness of the game as it is the biased experience i had with it mm-hmm. and that is detached Nice. Um, this is by Anchor Studios, who's they actually helped that Observer Redux uh, game that has like uh, Rutger Hauer in it on PS5. I'm hoping mm-hmm. that gets PSVR 2 support one day. I'm waiting, waiting to pull the trigger on that. Um, but Detached is like a space simulation kind of thing. Like it basically throws you out into space. There's zero gravity, and I really think it has some of the most impressive physics. Uh, displayed and like it's really immersive to me and it's not necessarily about the game as it is as much the experience of it and floating out in space and you know smashing into uh, meteor meteorites and like or uh, um, asteroids like trying not to smash into asteroids and shit um, don't smash the uh, asteroids Tarzan <laughs> Super cool game and just a hell of a. I've I've I haven't beaten this game. I've replayed. I haven't even gotten past the first section of it. And apparently, after the first section is where it kind of goes downhill. I've replayed the first section what? at least five times though. What? Yeah. I mean, it gets fucking crazy difficult after the first section. I don't think it goes downhill. I think it has some really bad game design flaws, where it's just like checkpoints yeah. are just in the weirdest later in places. The game. Later, and making, in the game. yeah, and making you do like really difficult segments over and over it's like like dude like, like you check your checkpoint should be directly after the really difficult section like checkpoints should be after bosses right <laughs> um, yeah and so yeah and this game didn't really do that very well but yeah man there, there is no better there is no better zero gravity experience um than than this it, i mean and and the funny thing is it's like i remember this having move support and it just doesn't <laughs> yeah yeah um, it only uses dual shock but if you play it standing up oh it God. is crazy and immersive yeah yeah Yeah, absolutely no it's hard to disagree with that um yeah it's a nice blast from the past too um i I, i'm wondering who's going to disagree with this one and my number 23 uh one of the few multi multiplayer games on this give me something i can make fun of you for come on (laughs) spark oh when when spark came out Okay. Uh, I, I remember, like it was a Des and I were doing our most anticipated. Uh, we did a Why We Love episode of our most anticipated PSVR games of the next year, and uh, and he had Spark Spark on his list, and I was like, I was like, whatever, it looks so dumb, like esports, right? And I was like, and it's plus it's only two players. I was like, how much fun is this really going to be? Fast forward like six months, and like people are DMing me or or, or messaging me at like four o'clock in the morning, be like, hey, you want to play Spark? It's like a drug, man. I could get out of my, I'd be like, yes, I'm, I'm fuck sleep. I, I want to get out of bed and like go play Spark. And, uh, and I just have so many great memories of, of, of doing that. Just being like, you know, just for the, just because I couldn't stop thinking about it. Um, just the one-on-one battles is, are great. And, uh, and it was great that you didn't actually need to get like four five, six, seven players together to ha- to have a game going. Um, you could just have the two people and then like other people would show up in your lobby and like watch your, be able to watch your game as you played it in like this little diorama yeah. setting. Uh, mm-hmm. and then, and everybody was, you know, chatting with voice chat and it was, man, it is, uh, it, it's just, it's, I've got so many amazing memories associated with this game. And so it was just so, so much fun. And it was the first time I cared about this style of game. 
um, this competitive, competitive, competitive nature of like this kind of like one-on-one sport. Uh, yeah, man, I just, there was so much sweat on my living room floor all the time. I was like, I had to play on top of a towel so I could just like wipe it up when I was done. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, I don't have a lot to add to this cause I haven't played it very much. So, um, I own it, but yeah, I've like hardly touched it. So I, I was a little late to that party. Yeah, Spark Spark was so much. But respectable, fun. respectable. I can't make fun of you yet, but I'm I'm waiting. I'm, I'm waiting. getting there. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, at number twenty two, uh, here comes the hate from you. At number twenty two, you know, I love Beat Saber. Uh oh. But I despise. I can't stand the music in Beat Saber. Mm-hmm. But I do, however, love Synth Riders. That is my number twenty two pick. Now, this is where the the personal bias shows. Uh, yeah, I I'll be honest with you. I don't even have Beat Saber on my list. Um, like I love so, I love spoilers. the gameplay. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> I love the gameplay of it, mm-hmm. but I can't stand the music. And I think for I think uh, the I think Synth Riders is for people that have good taste in music. Yeah, I mean, you know, if you like electro swing, god damn, what a shitty genre. <laughs> I mean, I'm talking about the metal, the punk rock. Oh, 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 uh, you're all, you're not wave. talking about the entire soundtrack. I see. You're just talking about the parts you like. You know what? I'm also talking about when I talk about Beat Saber, I'll just talk about the parts that I like too. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I yeah, well, to be fair, I don't I can't stand electro swing. Synth Riders actually made it fun though, because they make you the mapping on some of those levels is so good that it actually makes it really a fun time. So to its credit, yeah, it made me enjoy Electro Swing, which is crazy. I would never ever like that ever. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I will say the same holds for Beat Saber with me. Like, I the OST is not music I would ever listen to. Right? I'm like, I the, the dubstep, you know, it's just yeah. I, I really don't like dubstep. It's um, it's so it's it's definitely outside of my wheelhouse. Like I haven't really listened to like any electronic music at all since I, you know, did a whole fucking lot of ecstasy in my younger years and went to raves every other weekend, every weekend, sometimes two in a weekend. Let's be honest here. Yes, candy raver. Now you can make fun of me because I've got pictures and they're really embarrassing. Um, but yeah, dude, I mean, you know, I know how much you love synth riders. It's it's actually hard for me to uh, give you shit about it because it's like if it wasn't, I'm actually surprised it's not higher on your list. Like. You really fucking love this game. It's a tough, tough list to make. Yeah. Uh, man, I'll tell you, I'm like kind of paying attention to the chat. And holy shit, some of the people in the chat have really bad takes. <laughs> like <laughs> like Meg R2021. Um, <laughs> it's like, you don't like Resident Evil, uh, you're not going to enjoy this whatsoever. I think y'all said, yeah, no, I don't even want to give him the text. <laughs> no, but I did see, I did see, who was it that was saying that In Death needs to be on this list? Cornerstone uh, City seven seven seven. Yeah, <laughs> like man, like, like one of the many games that uh, that I considered and and um, spoilers got chopped. I don't know if it's on your list though. I haven't taken a good look at your list, AJ. But we should yeah. probably move along to number twenty. Yeah, we're trying to save the surprise, so you get the list. pure reactions here. What's your twenty two, dude? Another kind of surprise, but one that stuck on our top twenty five for a long time. Catch and release. Oh shit! I totally. Oh shit! Oh man, that is a great pick. I fishing, can't believe you put that on your list. Fishing games are so just—I don't care like whatsoever about fishing games whatsoever. But being able to sit in that rowboat and eat a sandwich, drink a soda, take photographs, grab the 
the oars and like actually row yourself around the lake. They added that DLC with the cave that was like full of mysteries. And I mean, dude, it was just, and actually the fishing was actually really fucking fun. I was like, this is crazy. And it, and it did that thing to me where it's like, I just want to check everything off the list. Like, and, I've, and I still haven't finished. I still haven't, I still haven't caught all the fish in, uh, in catch and release. Um, I, I feel like I could play that game forever. Uh, they, they just kept adding fish and more items to buy from the store. I mean, it's just, it's like a perfect VR game. Wow. I can't believe I forgot to put catch and release on my list. It <laughs> is one of my favorite games. So thank you for having that on there. That is completely a mistake on my part, uh, not having that on my list, but you have saved the day. So much respect there. I think, I think it's what VR is all about is yeah. a game like catch and release. Uh, immersing yourself in you know into a game that is really interactive and really fun. Um, I love fishing, and I don't do it really anymore or often. Um, and yeah, I have like twenty twenty five hours in that game, and it's uh, it's an incredible incredible game, and I would absolutely recommend it to anybody. Yeah. So the worst thing about catch and release uh, is uh, is after you spend a nice sunny day in the boat, and then you take off the headset and look around your apartment, and you're like. It's like let's put this thing back on, right? <laughs> this place is, yeah. My place, my place is the epitome of an apartment you find in the middle of Worcester, Massachusetts ghetto, uh, and, uh, and to be able to just transport yourself immediately to a lake is uh, is, is something that, I mean, not a lot of games can do very well. Oh, yeah, and when they had the I thunderstorms, oh, that was so cool. Yeah, too. there's so much. Did, did you ever go to the caves either? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. caves, all that stuff. That was That's the DLC, cool. man, or the uh, or the patch that they patched in later. It was so cool when they added that in. I was like, the whole thing felt like a mystery, and they like, I, I still don't think I know. I feel like that cave still has mysteries I haven't figured out yet. I think it's very cool. Well, I see a lot of talk about Gorn in the chat. It's not and out yet. So for number twenty-one, <laughs> exactly because it's not out yet. Uh, let me tell you about my personal Gorn. And it's called Swordsman VR. And yes, I am super biased towards this game for many reasons. But uh, I uh, love, I really do love this game. And I think they have uh, updated, with all the updates they've added to it, that they have planned for it. Um, I think it's uh, just incredible. The community they have around this game and the physics. It's all about the physics. I would actually argue that this game probably has the best physics on PSVR. I don't I can't prove that, but I would actually make that argument that this has the best physics and it comes from a team of like two or three people. Um yeah. and yeah, it's just arena combat. Uh but I am so impressed with with the uh the actual just raw gladiator style gameplay that it has and the brutality of it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I think since we're talking about uh, biases and, and the kind of games that you enjoy or don't enjoy. Um, I also have a voice in the game. So I have one line and I am super fucking proud of that one line I have in this game because I love the game so much. Yeah, arena fighters just really aren't my thing. Uh, I feel like I feel like for me, those went out of style uh, with like Power Stone and uh, in Wu-Tang Shaolin style and. Uh, like, I mean, name a few others. I don't know. Um, but th that, that's when I really enjoyed those types of games and, uh, you know, and having it, and, and don't get me wrong. You know, it's a, it's a $20 game, uh, that is 
two to three times bigger than it was at launch. And Sin Studio absolutely fucking killed it with all the updates, and they continue to kill it. Uh, it's just yeah. nonstop shit. And so, I mean, if anybody's interested in Swordsman, I say go for it and get it. Um, but, like, somehow this game still hasn't gotten me. Um, it still hasn't convinced me that this is, this is a genre that I want. And so what I want from Sin is everything that's in Swordsman in a big adventure game. Well, I think we're going to get that too. I think we're going to, I think so. that's, that's what people need to be very excited about is we're probably going to end up, you know, this, these guys are super talented. They've come a long way from where they started and, uh, they know what people like and they know how to execute it. And I think that makes them, uh, a developer to, to keep an eye on in the future. But, um, Mike GC is asking, what is the line AJ? I am the Kraken summoner. In uh, release, release the and, uh, Kraken. Yeah, I basically just say release the Kraken um, that I named Fluffy. <laughs> uh, no, I'm the, I'm the Kraken Summoner in Swordsman. It's I'm a good Proud choice. of it. It's a good choice. It's a good choice. Um, man, I really can't wait to see what that team does next. Yeah, they're gonna be. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm pretty excited about whatever they do next. You ready for my next game? I am. My next game is. Paranormal Activity, and this is about as biased as you can get. Um, holy crap, man. When this game came out, it was like $35, I think. It, it, it may have gone down to 30 uh, but at least you can get it on sale frequently for like 6 bucks. But holy crap, man. Like, this is, you know, I love the Paranormal Activity movies, mostly because it, they keep it simple. Uh, until the most recent ones, they've kept it very simple. Like, then, like, uh, here's a fucking haunted house. Uh, somebody's going to be possessed by demons, and uh, good fucking luck. Everything's about to, all the shit's about to hit the fan. And that's sort of what they did in the game, too. I was like, just keep it simple, man. Keep it simple. Just try to scare the fuck out of me. Give me a house to explore and try to scare the fuck out of me. Give me some people possessed by demons, and we are good to fucking go. And that's what they did. They kept it simple. The move controls suck. You get used to them eventually. But, man, everything else was so much fun. Uh, you know, I think the first time through is about three hours. And then if you try to go for the platinum, you can probably get another three hours, three hours out of it. Um, and just beautiful, beautiful environments. So many, so many things about this. Just, uh, I, I was terrified. It's absolutely terrified. And that, and that's, and to me, that's, that's what I'm looking for when I step into VR is actual scares in this one. Yeah. Delivers. I, the first time I played it was on Halloween and I just kind of had more fun with it. Um, I do think visually it's a beautiful game. Um, so amazing art, art direction. Um, I never thought this was like the most scariest game, although it does have its moments because it's kind of like randomized and you can like randomize it and the jump scares and stuff will kind of be a little bit more random. Um, so I think it has its moments. Um, I never thought it was like super scary, uh, maybe minus a few small parts, but but I, I'm definitely a fan of this one for sure. Wow, the VR grid coming out. <laughs> He's a paranormal activity was so boring, and the ending looked like trash. Your ending looks like trash, Ryan. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. All right, number twenty. I have what I consider to be the best. VR only puzzle game of all time. The game that opened my mind to puzzle games. I still don't like them, but there's a couple exceptions. And this was the first exception, and that is Transpose. Oh, damn. Uh, <laughs> I started typing this the game, wrong name. 
this game has some some rough edges and some some jankiness and there's a lot of puzzles where like I was like I don't think I was supposed to be able to do that but I did um but essentially yeah there's nothing like this where you literally it it mimics your actions and you have to basically make copies of yourself and you like you do these like presets of movements that you set in place and then like you use it to get basically a block into a goal. Um, and there's, I've just never seen anything like this. It's, it's such a unique uh, game and it's v- something you can only do in VR. And yeah, it's not one that I would like recommend to anybody, but I, at the same time, it's like one of the best puzzle games I've ever played in my life. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I don't think the jank is even an issue. Like honestly, like there are ways to kind of like, if you find an exploit in the level and you can sort of like throw this cube from be, from the very beginning all the way to the end, um, it's it's sort of satisfying to to try to find exploits in the game if you don't want to actually solve each puzzle. Um, but yeah, no, this 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 one is a for somebody who doesn't like puzzle games, this is about as fucking puzzly as you can get. Um, but I agree. I don't think this could really be done outside of VR, and so I'm not going to give you a hard time about it. It's it's really something just crazy. Actually, I think it. I might be wrong because I think it it does have a non VR version, but I'm uh, not entirely sure. I wouldn't maybe, play that version. Maybe that's for sure. Yeah, um, I wouldn't play that version. Yeah, I mean, people people always say, "Oh, this couldn't be done in VR or whatever," or "This couldn't be done outside of VR." But what they really mean is like it just wouldn't be nearly as impactful. Um, maybe actually, it was just PC maybe handing something PC. to yourself in VR is you wouldn't get that feeling uh, on a flat screen period. Yeah. It's super difficult later on. And it was, uh, you know, the only thing I hate more than a puzzle game is easy puzzles. And uh, this was anything but easy. And it was really just mind blowing, like absolutely mind blowing game. Yeah. Just like, it reminds me of uh, the witness. Um, Like I felt like I had to like learn a new language to play. I had to kind of rewire my brain. And, uh, and, And once you start like, thinking the way the developers want you to think uh you start you you, you start buying you start figuring out the puzzles a lot faster not not all the time but certainly there were uh there were ones i was shocked how quickly i could figure out well we've only we've gotten through five brian <laughs> well then let's move along to number 20 which is trover saves the universe now this is a weird one right because i mean you can play yeah. it you can play it outside of vr it's not it's not exactly vr app or anything like that um you're 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 even though you're running around and third your character is running around in full locomotion you're sort of teleporting around uh, to get a better vantage point dude all i can think about with this game is how fucking funny it was and like i am not the kind of person who uh who likes really like justin roiland or dan Harmon. comedy (laughs) comedy in general right like i mean comedy is comedy is like horror I, i was just talking to i was just talking to uh um, Wes over at Virtual Strangers last night about this like com- com- comedy horror, uh, all of this stuff is very subjective. It's, it's all very personal, and uh, and 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 for whatever reason, like Rick and Morty never struck a chord with me, and I just I could I've tried to get into it, and I can't. And one day I know that I will, and I'll love it. But so far I haven't. Uh, so it was really shocking to me when I couldn't stop laughing at Trevor Saves the Universe, pretty much from beginning to end, and it's and because it's so fucking off the wall and just so random and crazy and i mean i don't know man i just i just it's so hard not to laugh at this brody the game cat says it perfectly trover makes you do horrible things and laugh at them i was like yes that is that is the great part the greatest part of this game all right yeah trover's really good 
I, uh, it's really polished too. Yeah, totally. So you're, you're not and, disagreeing. Uh, yeah, I'm not disagreeing. All right. Just trying to take the mind off the pain of my toe. Um, at number 19, uh, I see I see a lot of people saying, okay, now I'm starting to lean towards Brian. Let me win some of your hearts back <laughs> uh, with Thumper at number 19. Okay. Uh, this is an early, early PSVR title. It's a rhythm-based game where you play as a little beetle. It's got these amazing – it is just – it is basically like a bad acid trip rhythm game uh, from hell. And – yeah, uh, I played it Saturday, and it was just a reminder. It's always been one of my favorites, but but it, every time I play this game, I'm reminded of like why I love it so much and how amazing it is. A Hobbit with the five quid in the chat says, Hi, people. It's been so long uh, since I've watched live. Love to all the cats. Dude, we miss you, man. It's always good to see your name around here. Thank you so much for the tip and for, think, and for stopping in. I hope we'll have time to hang out. And shoot the shit with everyone, dude. Thumper is one of the. I mean, that was a launch title, right? And it was just so yeah, yeah. so good. Um, you know, r- rhythm. What they call it? Rhythm violence. Is that what it was? But, rhythm violence. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I mean, there are so many rhythm games on PSVR, but this one just stands out so much. Um, yeah. So good. I think this was like one of the. Yeah, this was one of the first games I played too, and I was just like. Good God, VR is awesome. Yeah, yeah, you can play it on the flat screen, and then and then you switch over to VR. And I actually felt like it was easier in VR, like the perspective and the depth. Oh, I, could yeah. actually, I felt like I could actually see everything coming in the distance easier. Like, like the flat the flat screen just didn't give me that depth that I needed, or the, pers- the perspective I needed to, to be as good uh, at the game. Uh, so yeah, VR is the one way to play this, especially when like you know you've got like the you know the demons. What, I mean, what the fuck are they like rising up? You know, over yeah. you and just like shit, man. <laughs> the sense of scale is amazing. Like I got to pay attention down here, but this thing's happening up here. How crazy! Yeah. Yeah. All right. I guess Somebody should... asked if I beat it. No, I got to the final boss. Um, I don't know how to beat the final boss though, and I haven't spent the time to figure it out. And uh, I, I'm also like maybe halfway through the uh, new game plus mode. Yeah, I don't know if I beat that it. is my current status of my thumper game. Mm-hmm. Number nineteen, static. It's one of the greatest Excellent. puzzle games I've ever played in my entire life. There's nothing like it. Nothing like it, right? It's like just you spend the entire time with your hands trapped in a box, uh, which is perfect because it's a DualShock 4 game. And so you're holding on to the DualShock 4, forgetting that your hands are not actually locked inside a box. And all of the buttons are things you would feel inside the box and trying to figure out how those buttons correspond to the things on the box that you're trying to unlock or, or things in the environment. It's like, again, it's sort of like learning a new language. And then at the end of every single level, you're like, Oh man, I finally got it. I've got, I've got full control over this game. I understand it. And then the next level pops up and everything's different. And you're like, shit, it's like the exact same thing. My hands are still trapped in a box. I'm still using the DualShock 4. And now all the buttons do different things. And it's like, fuck. And so it's, it's, it's like learning a new language every 30 minutes or so. Um, I just don't think I just don't think that any puzzle game has ever been this creative uh, or this much fun. Uh, I bang my head against the wall, and then it's so obvious once you actually get the answer. And I think that's what all good puzzle games do. That is a fantastic pick, and I agree with Bogey Cat Productions. It's just a static is genius, and I, I agree. There's we are definitely seeing a lot of these games. I think really bring a lot of genius to the table. And uh, it's 
really fun to get to recognize some of them here with this. Absolutely. All right, number 18. This is where I really start to lose some people. <laughs> uh, no, I don't, I don't know. Um, again, just my favorites, personal favorites. Operencia, The Stolen Son. You've and I said I, Yep, I said I like a lot of different games, and uh, this is a classic dungeon crawler style thing. Um, and, yeah, I just – when a game is 30 hours long um, – and it, and I really enjoyed it for those thirty hours, yeah. even though it wasn't perfect. Uh, that sticks with you, and that's what my list is a lot about: is like how these games impacted me. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I just think the the combination of turn based strategy. I love turn based games, um, although I haven't played like you know I don't play like a shit ton of them. Uh, I do love. Uh, I do love turn-based combat ever since like Final Fantasy games and and yeah, I just think this is a wonderful adventure, a great world to explore and uh just really hardcore classic dungeon crawler RPG. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's all right. Like I I really enjoyed the first 10 hours of that game and then I just didn't I just could not enjoy the rest of it. I was not having any fun with it. Um uh but I will I will say, man, it's like the uh, for as much as I hated parts of the mage's tale the when as soon as it starts getting into riddle sections that like you're forced to figure out and they're so nonsensical i would play the mage's tale over operencia all day every day um it's just a better dungeon crawler and especially a better vr dungeon crawler operencia has that feeling of a game that was like just shoved into vr unceremoniously and uh as good as the game might be uh i mean i just yeah what are you doing putting it on this fucking list dude come on get this shit off your come on change your mind right now i see cat, i see i see cats i see cats in the actually, chat actually agreeing of, with you a lot yeah, of love for yeah. Perencia, so yeah it's 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 really great stuff man if i didn't love nihilus ryan so much i'd probably make a scene right now uh genetic blasphemy the reverse engineer game cat with a five dollar tip said swallow a tylenol and put some ice on that toe aj also these lists are tip top also happy holidays to everyone also seriously yeah. ice to toe <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know why I love this I'm, tip so much. It's also, funny because also, like I also. I smacked my toe on the dumbbell earlier and and I heard like a really loud smacked snap and I thought my I thought my toe was broken and then like I like pushed on it a little bit and I was like, "Hey, it's it's all right. Maybe that was just my toenail." Uh and now it's like gradually starting to hurt more and more. Uh it's all right. I don't want to keep talking about the toe. Well, that's perfect. Oh. That that's perfect that you've got toe problems during one of our longest shows of the year. Perfect. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like we're not even half done. It's like the show should be <laughs> Yeah. All right. Uh let's see. So Operencia was your number eighteen. My number eighteen is Oh yeah. Oh yeah. This is let's see who I win back here. Doom three. Doom three VR. Um I gave this a nine out of ten, despite the fact that it wasn't exactly a great VR port. It did. It was a shit VR port. <laughs> oh, it's not a shit VR port. It, it, it's it a pretty bad port. It, it could have been sharper, right? The graphics could have been sharper, and the scaling. Was basically, off. almost every single thing you just said about Operencia can basically be applied to Doom Three. Does Operencia have love, aim support? I, no, it I fucking love, doesn't. I, I Fuck love. Operencia. Uh, <laughs> I, I actually really loved Doom Three. Yeah. Uh, why don't you finish real quick, and I'll, I'll chime in on it. It's dude. I, I just ne- I never finished this game on the flat screen. I you know me, man. Like the Doom, I'm not really a Doom guy. Like I played the original Dooms. I played Doom one and two back. You know when it, they were new and like the kind of the new hot thing. And I just Doom Eternal and all this all the new games came out. And I just don't care. I just don't care. But when you give Doom a horror slant, and you put it in VR and you give me aim support, 
you got, you've got me. I'm totally sold. And with all the DLC and everything else, they could have charged more than the $20 asking price, but they didn't. And it's like, man, so everything about this package is pretty much perfect, minus the things that are not perfect. And those things suck. Yeah, I think uh, I love the game. Um, it has, like, so many issues. Doom 3 is actually not even one of my favorite Dooms uh, in the in the classic ones. Um, I still nice. liked it more than VFR. I think I said I saw somebody say, uh, Nick the GameCat House, that Doom 3 is better than Doom VFR. I agree. I agree with that. Um, yeah. it's, just a, it's just a fundamentally better game and better structured game and more – it's more Doom than Doom VFR it's is. It's way longer. Um, way it longer. It's a lot longer, yeah. yeah. And and despite um, the horrible scaling, the bad graphics, the the broken aim support at times, um, and the bad implementation of just about almost everything, uh, it's still just a fun game because it's Doom 3 and VR. Wow. Wow. <laughs> yep. All right. Well, you agreed with me, uh, but it doesn't sound like, yeah. Okay. Let's Let's move on. Uh, what am I on? I am on number 17. Yes, sir. This is a game that I watched that you and Dez, watching you two do this on a Why We Love episode. Um, remember those days? Remember Why We Love? Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> and I remember you saying this is the only game with Force Blinders that you would recommend. And I was like, all right. Uh, I know what game it, it is without even looking. Yes. Eagle Flight. Hell yeah. Uh, Eagle Flight is really, really fun, and it was actually one of the best-looking games on the OG. This was before I had my PS4 Pro um, or PS5, and obviously. Um, but, yeah, this game looked like it had pro support on an OG PS4. It is it is such a good-looking game, and um, it's a weird concept where you kind of steer with your head where you look, um, but you play as an eagle, and I played through the entire campaign it's like um, it's it's kind of like playing as an eagle on like a like BBC uh, uh, documentary kind of style thing, uh, but set in like a post-apocalyptic France or something. And uh, it's a gorgeous game. It is, and I think it's uh, really fun. Um, and yeah, it was it was really good. Yeah, the story segments in the in the campaign are whatever. They they're so. I don't even think about them when I think about this game because what I think about is the – I mean it's it's the first open world game we ever got on PSVR, right? And the world is big and it slowly opens up and I mean just as – playing as an eagle and flying through this post-apocalyptic city that's been totally abandoned, wildlife has taken over – and, it, and you're right, the art design is absolutely beautiful, but yeah. it, but on top of that, you're like swerving in and out between buildings and you're looking for all these collectibles and you're, you know, doing, you have to fly dangerously sometimes to get some of the yeah. collectibles. They're sort of hidden in strange places. And this is, uh, yeah, if I was to redo my list right now, I would put Eagle Flight on it because yes, what a great fucking choice. Amazing, amazing choice. Thank you. Uh, and you also get to shoot bird sonar and go, <laughs> Sure, yeah, there's, and there's multiplayer that is like, man. <laughs> yeah, multiplayer is actually, I've only played it once with Dead Ringer and his kids, but yeah, it's uh, all right. it was actually really good. It was yeah. better than I was expecting. Uh, Gabriel Double Four, the licensed Meow GameCat, <laughs> says Brian needs to pick a trash game to make AJ kick something with his good foot. <laughs> we're trying to injure the other foot now i like this all right man yeah i can't i can't complain about eagle flight that's a great choice number 17 for me though is a better choice 
strangely enough, another launch title, Here They Lie, which is one of the oh. strangest worlds I've ever yeah. explored in my life. And getting to do it in VR is so amazing. It's so perverted and fucked up. You're walking through red light districts and there's like these seemingly possessed or, or somewhat like, yeah, like possessed uh, citizens of this world, like just following you around and doing weird shit. And it's just all very, it feels like dirty in a sexual way for so much of this adventure and i'm like i like dirty in a sexual way <laughs> i was like man hey, i was like are any of these buildings are is there space available in any of these buildings can i move in because i fucking love it here <laughs> it's fucked up and i love uh, it you're definitely winning me over with your list now because here they lie is uh, just amazing that that world, like, first of all, the beginning and the ending of that game were, were so terrifying to me. Um, but then, yeah, the whole middle section is, like, just this crazy, trippy, twisted, like, just kind of exploration with a little bit of a stealth or just, like, avoiding, you know, enemies. And, yeah, amazing pick. Such a good game. Yeah, Nothing dude, but respect for that. Seen some great comments in the chat. Atmos VR seventy seven says Rush has a good sense of speed. Uh, Zakataka thought the Swordsman would have ranked higher on your list. AJ, um, this is this is a tough list. There's there's I mean there's going to be like at least twenty five more games that didn't make my list that you know could be here. Yeah. And... Oh god, dude. As we get closer to number one and people see the games that aren't making our lists. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think some of the game cats, yourselves. some of the cats are going to revolt, man. They're like unsubscribe. We're out of here. Like, how could you possibly not put this personal on the list? This on the list. list. Yeah, personal this is our... list. You asked us for personal list. This is our personal list, and yeah. even this was hard. I need I need at least like fifty or seventy five to include every game. Absolutely, AJ. Let's move along. What is your number sixteen? My number sixteen is my twenty twenty one game of the year song in the smoke, and yes, I know that might be shocking that it's here, but this is where we are. Um, what more can I say about this game other than you need to go out and buy it <laughs> and play it? Um, it's just an amazing immersive world to go out into the wilderness and survive, and uh, they did an amazing job with this game they spent five years on it and it shows it's just quality from top to bottom and it's super challenging and uh intense and i just i love this game from start to finish uh I, i've got the platinum and it and i've got like 60 hours in this game uh gatorade 23 the h2o despising game cat right here with the five dollar tip says here they lives the only vr game that made me sick i don't know why uh, Gatorade 23. Yeah. yeah, this is something I hear from a lot of people. Uh, I don't tell me if you're on the OG, if you're on the pro. What? Tell me what you're on. Uh, also, did you, have you played it since launch? Because I know they patched it, and I don't know if like I got better, I got stronger VR legs, or if they, they actually patched something in the game to make people get, you know, maybe improve the frame rate or whatever. Um, so I'm very, very curious to like kind of hear these stories about about here they lie because yeah, it made me sick when I first played it too, and I didn't care. I was like, I'm gonna fucking push through. And the next time I played it, it didn't it didn't make me sick. Um, dude, Song in the Smoke is a great game, and I fucking disagree with every single word you just said because, boom, it should have been way higher on your list. It's number five on my list. Um, wow, number five, number five, number five. One of the best PlayStation VR games of all time. Uh, and this is kind of how the show will get speed up a little bit from here on out yes. because we're going to have yes. titles that are uh, replicating. Um, right. 
dude, this is such a good game that it was, um, dude, my, my experience of this felt so immensely personal because there was very minimal story. And I just felt like the story that was happening, like it's just, I, I have all of these memories that other people probably have similar memories of, but they're all slightly different because they all happen to everybody sort of at their own pace, their own time. Uh, they, they chose different ways to react to different situations. And, and, and for me, like song and smoke is just absolutely the pinnacle. Forget about all the VRAF elements of it because there's so many of those, but it's just the pinnacle of everything that I want VR to be. It's just so immersive. I felt like I lived in that world for a week. I loved yeah. every minute of it. To be fair, when we do our actual top 25, like not our favorites, but what are the best of the best, This you can expect this to be much higher for me. Um, I think it introduced a really cool crafting system that we had yet to really be seen like at this level uh, and mix it with survival. Um, oh, Gatorade 23 uh, follows it up with another tip, $5. Thank you very much. You didn't need to do that. It says, yep, it was on the OG near launch. Gatorade, go back and check it out again and let me know if you have a better experience. Uh, I don't know if you're on the Pro now or if, uh, or what the deal is, but if you have time, check it out and let me know because I feel like that might change. All right. What is your? I don't think you've had a single one that's even on my list yet. No. So... Who, who just said it in the chat? Somebody just said that in the chat. <laughs> All these games, and that was our first crossover. Yeah, that was our first crossover. So that we could probably expect to see some more of those really soon. Dude, before I do my next one, I want to give a shout out to Matthew Skeins with the Canadian $70 tip. Uh, thank you so much. Says, a little bit late, but huge congrats on the 80K. Well-deserved. Looking forward to seeing Wild Turkey Hunter VR in the top three at least. <laughs> that's Good in uh, that's in VR Grid's top three. Not ours, though. Of course. Because he thinks paranormal <laughs> activity is bad. So he must love fucking Wild Turkey Hunter. Thank you, Matthew. Also, Caladerma GameCat with the five euros says, this is... Year again, PSVR without parole is my most favorite show on YouTube. Thanks a lot, AJ and Brian. Oh, thank you guys for keeping us going, man. Yeah, without no. your support, we we wouldn't be able to. <laughs> yeah, for real. This is you know like we're we're just trying to, we're just trying to have fun and shoot the shit and talk about video games. And uh, you guys are so awesome for coming along for the ride. Uh, we're so so happy and proud of you know how far we've come. Thank you very much, AJ. What number am I on? Uh, you are on number 16. 16? Okay, my number 16. Uh, I, I always struggle where to put this. The Persistence. Persistence, uh, man, just unbelievable. I remember I remember leading up to uh, the launch of this game, I kept, I kept thinking there's no way this game is going to live up to my expectations. There's no way it's going to do everything that I want it to do. You know, the... All, all, the, all the stuff that you're collecting, the the permanent stat upgrades, the the uh, the rogue light elements. I just I just didn't know if it was all going to come together. I played the demo, the first demo, and I was like, uh, okay, I'm just interesting. And then I played the second demo, which was radically different than the first demo, and uh, and I was like, oh shit, I think they got it. I think they got it. And then I played the game. I was like, they fucking got it. So t- it's terrifying. It's super immersive, even with the dual shock. And, uh, and man, so, so, so addictive, um, and really difficult. I, I love this game. Yeah. I'm a big sci-fi nerd and I'm, I'm, I love horror as well. And this is a beautiful blend of the two. And, uh, yeah, Fire Sprite Studios now an official first party studio of PlayStation Studios. Um, and really excited to see what they work on next. 
Uh, I adore this game so much, and and I can't tell you how often we were jumping up and down for years saying, you need to play this game. This game is amazing. And it still will just feels like it, no matter how much we say that, it'll still always feel like it's underrated. Um, this game is near and dear to my heart, super special to me, uh, absolutely amazing, and is actually my number nine oh, on my list. Very nice, very nice. I was hoping that might be the case. Top ten game for me, absolutely. I've got the platinum in this one too. Nice. I don't have the platinum. That would be a nice, nice thing to go for one of these. Days. I highly recommend going for it. Excellent. Super fun. All right, we're finally getting some uh, some games in common here. This is great. All mm. right, so what is your number 15? My number 15 is a first-person platformer that is super fun where you play as superhero cats, and it is to the top, uh, which is talk about underrated games. Yeah. Um, this game is 20 bucks and uh, is so much fun has a huge campaign has great gameplay has multiplayer uh that is both pvp and co-op and there's a lot of content in this game also have the platinum in this game Uh. and a great soundtrack as well um love the guys over at electric hat games and uh this game is super fun super cool yeah I struggled not putting to the top of my list. Uh, I am so happy that you, you have, have it, it there. I don't, I don't okay. have it on my list, dude. I, yeah, I, that's I, I what it takes. To. So you've got stuff like here they lie and yeah. catch and release. That's that's part of. So that's that's why this is working perfectly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, tr- trust me. If uh, you know, if, if to the top was always on our top ten list and twenty list and twenty five list uh, until a certain point, and then uh, and then just sort of fell off. Uh, and and, and that, that was always painful to me. I was, like, I was like, this game deserves more attention and deserves more love. And, uh, and, and I'm glad you put it on the list. And hopefully yeah. it will absolutely make our top 50 list. No question about that. Joey Cats 33 with the $5 tip says Crisis Brigade 2 hopefully makes oh, the nice. list. New updates are sweet. Yeah, no kidding, man. I will say the new updates are definitely awesome. Yeah, no spoilers. I don't want to spoil anything else. We're getting down here. Um, okay, so you had 15 to the top, and I had 15, uh, I think maybe my game of the year, the year this came out, Until You Fall. Oh. Yeah, I, it's always weird. I, I feel like I always think of roguelite games at the same time, and I was, they always end up being next to each other on a list for me. Um, and I was like, well, which one do I like more, The Persistence or Until You Fall? Until You Fall had this feeling for me that all good roguelite games should have. You take five steps into the world and you get your fucking ass kicked and you're like, right, this right. is really hard, right? And then you're just like, I don't know if I can do this. I don't know if like I have the like the, the chops personally, like the dexterity to get back into this world and, and be able to like to fight uh, and make it further. And so when that, so when not only are you leveling up your character, but you're also leveling up yourself. Like you're just getting physically better at the game as time progresses. And it's one of those that like, you're like, you think about when you're in bed and, and then like you wake up the next day and you're better at it. Right. Like, like you, you slept on it and you woke up like headmaster. It's like the headmaster syndrome. You, you thought you, you dreamt about it. You slept about, slept on it. And then you woke up and you were better at it. And, uh, this is, I, I think this was my game of the year for whatever year this was. This I don't know if the, I, yeah, I don't know if you'd put that over Saints and Sinners and Dreams, but oh, um, is that the same year? <laughs> yeah, same. Well, which is why, which is part of the reason why I think it got a little overlooked. Um, it, you know, I think it's a great game. Um, I didn't 
it didn't hook me as much as I thought it would. Like I was, I was like, this was one of my most anticipated games leading up to it, and then I played it, and I think the the visual fidelity of it, like I feel like they the the character models and hands and everything, the enemy types mm-hmm. look great. I think this game has some of the most amazing AI, and I love the weapons uh, sets, the abilities, the 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 the. The, the enemy design is, like, phenomenal, um, and the AI and stuff. But, yeah, something about this – I think the environments just were too flat for me. I think they were too quest-looking, and, and it, and it kind of killed it for me a little bit. But you were I, will not argue, I, I will not argue that it is still and, – and the the combat didn't feel as, like, heavy as I wanted it to, um, but, but still a great, great game. Yeah, the for me the combat was so rhythm based. It was so like Dance Dance Revolution, the sword fighting game. Right. Uh, and I was like that. That for me was the greatest part was that it was it was so reactive and and not. I mean, it is a sword fighting game that really doesn't involve sword fighting. It's like yes, you're you know when, especially when you put it up against something like Swordsman VR, right? Radically different type of game. And I just happen to prefer this type of game. Uh, and I I just think it was almost perfect. Uh, the fact. In the back of my mind, I'm always just waiting for that next campaign to drop. Like, I feel like they're just going to add, like, boom, here's your next campaign, you know, with, like, a whole new world and, like, different uh, different enemies and, uh, and a new set of new set of weapons. Because, I mean, all the, yeah. all the basics are there, and, uh, and I'm ready for another campaign. Dude, we got a few yeah. tips. Uh, the Drunk Gamer with the $5 tip says, great job on your channel, dude. VR changed your life. I remember right at the end of your retro in the start of your VR adventures. Uh, cheers. Yes. I was just talking about that the recently. The Drunk Gamer is the awesome dude. Yeah, absolutely, well, man. Thank you so much for being around for all those years. This is, uh, it is crazy yeah. to think about uh, the the journey we've been on. Creeper Betty with the ten dollars tip says, "Hi guys, Song in the Smoke needs to be in the top five, and honestly, number one in my opinion. Really great to see Hotel R and R. That game will never get old. Keep up the great work. Love you, meows and swipes." Yeah. Thanks, too, Betty. Thank you so much. And yeah, I agree. Um, it'll be really interesting when we have to really fight it out and see where. Song in the Smoke lands on the uh, official top 25 list or 50 list, whatever one we go with. Delirium Drew VR with the $2 tip says, to the top. OMG, you just made my week, AJ. Hell yes. Well-deserved victory for to the top there. Long overdue. Uh, Sergeant Frosty with the $5 tip says, wipe out in your top fives or I unsubscribe. <laughs> <laughs> okay, just roll the cursor over no the spoilers. button. And get ready. Ready? Raise your finger and get ready. Stop. All right. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, so, who's up? Is that am I up? Number fourteen for me is Ace Combat Seven. Uh, I was a big Ace Combat fan growing up, and yep. um, I feel like this is one of the things that is like meant to be in VR. And uh, yeah, despite it being a very limited mode, um, it's still one of my favorite VR experiences of all time. Uh, it really could have been in like a top 10 for me personally, but I just felt like, you know, this felt right to put it right here. Uh, but Ace Combat 7 is, I mean, just like a breathtaking experience um, and super cool. And I hope we get a full game of it one day. Don't this mind me. I'm just, I'm just setting up a poll. Don't mind me at all. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, dude, uh, I'm with Virtual Strangers. It sucks that it only has three levels, um, yep. you know, and yeah, you can replay those and you can make your own fun and keep unlocking things. But uh, it's 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 so it's such a I'll tell you something. Uh, one of the games I wanted to put on here was L.A. Noir, the VR case files. 
And oh yeah, like I really fucking love that. It's a it's it's sort of like the full fledged game that we so seldom get. You know, here oh, it's not just driving, it's not just exploration, it's and it's not just interrogations. It's everything that kind of like comes together and makes a full fledged game. But it was like a third of the levels of the uh, of the flat screen version, and it still could have made my list somewhere. Like it, I, I I flirted with the idea of putting it around twenty three twenty four. But ultimately, that's the reason it didn't make my list was it wasn't the complete game, and in the story, the narrative falls apart without it. Um, and so, while I respect the fact that you have Ace Combat on here, that's one hundred percent why it's yeah. not on my list because it's just like yeah, where the, I made where the this fuck's the again, rest of the game, Namco. <laughs> yeah, like again, you know, I made this list knowing good and well that like I'm just bringing my pure favorites. Not uh, this isn't to win anybody over. This isn't to make anyone agree with me. Um, this is just I'm, for I'm, me. I'm desperately trying to win all of you over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I totally expect. Uh, I totally expect to lose the popular vote here, but I can't go against what just the games that you know stuck with resonated with me the most. And uh, we, I, I don't think I've ever had the opportunity to do just a personal list like this. No, so this, this is this has been fun, fun so me. far. Yeah, yeah. It's not going to be fun eventually, but it, it's fun so far. <laughs> eventually, it's yeah. all going to fall apart. All yeah. right, dude. Number fourteen. Um, you ready for this? If this isn't on your list, I'm. I you I'm, hashtag fire AJ. Ready? 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 Red matter. It's not on my list. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here! How do you know? Dude, Red matter is one of the best games. I mean, obviously, all these are the, some of the best games on PSVR. Yeah, but yeah. dude. Beautiful, awesome narrative. So interactive. Love the the way they did the storytelling, the the scanning, like they did with Metroid Prime. The the all of the object interactions feel like so weighty, uh, dude. I mean, everything oh, I, about Red yeah. Matter is perfect from start to finish. is It was one of the most beautiful games I've ever played. It's one of the most memorable games I've ever played. So many, so many, just uh, visually stunning moments. And just impactful moments that like I I like I feel like the whole game is burned into my brain. So 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 good. I can't believe it's not on your list. It, it's tough, man. We're we're only given twenty five, but yeah, like this game. Yeah, another game I have the platinum in. Uh, Red Matter is incredible. Again, I'm a big sci fi nerd, and uh, this is the best way to do a puzzle game in VR where. It's like it doesn't feel like you're doing puzzles. It feels like you're on an adventure yeah. in space. And, uh, yeah, whenever people ask me what is the best-looking VR game, mm-hmm. Red Matter is usually in that conversation of uh, best-looking. It's got the the lighting, the textures, all that is just mind-blowing yeah. uh, how good this game looks. But it's also just the game itself is really fun and well-crafted and original and super awesome. Yeah, I, yeah, I – much- I, when it when it comes to puzzle games, and you could consider this a puzzle game, it has puzzles in it, right? I always always prefer them to be like environmental puzzles and like things that you're like, oh, is this even a puzzle? Oh, what do I have to do over here? Right? It's it's, it's not just like you walk into a room and like here's like 17 blocks that you have to figure out where they go, uh, demagnet. Uh, so, yeah, right. Yeah. It's, but it's, I, it's, I like it's a this, preference. I like this. I like how we're you know we don't have the same picks. I feel like we're covering more ground this way. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm actually very happy with these results so far. Et.2k9.now. Et.2k9.now with the twenty-five dollar <laughs> tip uh, says I'm betting twenty-five smackaroos that one of you has Zing on your list. I'm I'm not going to say anything, uh, but the question is is 
can I lose this bet somehow? Do I have to do I have to give you your money back if I lose the bet? Who are you betting et.2k9.net? Well, you don't have to wait too long to find out because the next game on my list is Zing the Land Beyond uh at number 13. Oh, good time. And uh yeah, um so yeah, this is a game that I expected to have absolutely zero interest in and ended up being my favorite puzzle game of all time. Yes, you heard that correctly. This is my favorite puzzle game of all time. Mind-melting puzzles, super difficult, um, but environmental solving things, uh, I think uh, we. It, it's been amazing watching Jay just now get around to playing it yeah. and being like, like, wow, this is the best thing I've ever played in my life. And I'm like, you know, that's all we can do is, is say this for, like, years is, uh, you know, but um Jay Meow is a walking Reddit post. He's like, <laughs> he p- plays a game that we fucking jumped up and down about constantly for two years straight. And then he goes, why isn't anyone talking about this? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, Zing is just uh, just really blew my mind. Uh, yeah. Really, really amazing. Yeah. Donatello, the scientist game cat with a five dollar tip. Thank you, Josh. Says, I'm not picking between your list. Sheesh. Both both lists are road a roadmap for any new PSVR owner. All six of them. Thank you. <laughs> all six. <laughs> all six new PSVR them. owners. It's a good point. There man. are dozens of point. us. <laughs> <laughs> um, d- dude, Zing's a great choice. I I also considered this for my list. As you can tell, I didn't just add it on my list. So uh, so you can tell it's not there. Uh, but man, just a stunning game. Beautiful, great. Uh, just so so well done in every single regard. Uh, the fact that only three people did this over the course of six years, uh, I mean, is a testament to just how great indie games can be, actually be. You know, we so many times people say, "Oh, this game's fine for an indie game. This game's fine for like, you know, a single A game." You know, it's it's beautiful. It's amazing. Really well done. Absolutely gorgeous game. Bunch of different environments, uh, and just yeah, stunning visually. I what is your number third? that's an excellent question i think i have a repeat here <laughs> oh no what happened uh-oh 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 well you know what dude so i so amazingly i have i, I have a repeat um and uh, and i screwed up you must really I was, like it I, I guess <laughs> i do but um but dude I was, I was actually saying earlier if i had a space on my list i would put eagle flight there guess what I suddenly have a space, and I think Eagle Flight absolutely belongs in that spot. I think it's it just it's kismet, man. It was meant to be. Cool. So Eagle Flight it is. No introduction. <laughs> All <laughs> right. right. Moving, moving on. on. Uh, at number 12, really the first game that made me go, I want a PSVR, and that is Until Dawn, Rush of Blood. Still the best roller coaster game in VR, period. Oh, yeah. You can't convince me otherwise. Uh, any VR, you know, any headset. There's nothing better than Rush of Blood, and it's just simply, uh, wow, what a game! Um, I, I love light gun games, light gun arcade games, and uh, this Rush of Blood got my attention to VR. I wouldn't have known what PSVR was if not for Rush of Blood. So uh, I was looking for where is this genre going? Where can I find this genre? And I found it with VR. And then, you know, I'm so glad I did because I discovered so much more about VR. But, um, yes, Until Dawn, Rush of Blood is a masterpiece. Must have at least a 9 out of 10. No lower than that. 
All right, well, I guess I figured out what my repeat was <laughs> because I, Russia Blood was on my list until I reformatted it. And uh, and so I guess that's what happened. So Eagle Flight's back out and Russia Blood is back in because... Okay. <laughs> yep. So, yeah, sorry for the... Uh, that's weird, but uh, dude, yeah, 100% agree. This was amazing, amazing launch title. It, it, we, we thought that Supermassive was only going to go up and up and up from here. Uh, they, we were very wrong about that, <laughs> obviously, very wrong. Yeah, um, yeah, unfortunately, not the case. You know, the, the only dude, they, they could have added like a new roller coaster every couple months and charged like five bucks for, for each new level. And I mean, I think so many people would have been all about it. Um, it was, it was just so, so, so well done. And it's exactly the type of light gun shooter I used to go to the arcades to play. Um, and in yep. VR, terrifying, beautiful, really great stuff. I agree. Uh, I agree, Virtual Strangers, that uh, it's really weird how there's not more good VR, uh, roller coaster games in VR. Most, right. v- most roller coaster games suck. And yeah. that's very surprising. It seems like the easiest, easiest opportunity to make some money off of VR game is a roller coaster. It's very surprising. Yeah. Here, I'm going to end the poll uh, with 85 votes. <clears throat> so far, two thirds yep. like my list better than yours. Uh, we'll see how, we'll see how that changes in just a few minutes. Um, <laughs> yeah. Dude, yeah. Roller coaster legends uh, two, I think is probably the only other good roller coaster, but it's like one roller coaster and it's, yeah, it's like five, like minutes, five long minutes long. long. Three, yeah. 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 Yeah, and I mean, and does and still nothing can stack up to Russia Blood as far as that goes. Nothing. I'm gonna go with number twelve. My number twelve is Demo Reborn. Ooh, yeah. This was this was interesting for me because it was I, I think you know the if we the VR port of this or the VR version of this suffers some downgrades in my opinion. You know, you get static camera angles and it sort of turns into a point and click adventure, uh, whereas the the flat screen version you've got this. Uh, over-the-shoulder uh, dynamic camera that's that's following the little girl around as you run from room to room. But the storytelling was so good, uh, which is kind of strange to say in this type of game. Uh, and, and I felt like it, I felt like emotionally tied to it. I'm still not exactly sure how that, why that's the case. Um, but you know, it's, it's almost Jack Skellington uh, creature, the demo character uh, who sits yeah. down and like it. it it's puzzle solving. That alleviates the stress of puzzle solving with uh, with a rhythm section where you're actually playing a piano with the move controllers, and it, it doesn't ask you to be very good at that. Like it just asks you to do it. And uh, in the in the more you do those, the the higher the tree grows, and the more the game. It's like it, it's it, you just have to go back and forth to progress one side of the game. You have to play the other side, and then you have to progress this side. You have to play this side, and it's I I just thought it was kind of the perfect balance. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's just, uh, I, I mean, I don't, I don't really have any complaints about it, despite the fact that I started listing a couple of complaints. Um, I, I, hey, I got it. was great. Um, once I got an idea, once we get into top three territory, or if we say something that is too soon, uh, let's not mention if we have it in our top three, if the other person has it in our top three. So we save that surprise. Okay. Sure. Um, while I don't mention <laughs> Demo very much, uh, I am actually a very big fan of this game. Uh, I think it's stunning at times. I think some of the backgrounds, like when you get into like that basement area and there's like you're playing the piano 
and the rhythm game is going on and like there's these beautiful waterfalls like in the background and it's just like gorgeous um i think the one thing maybe is that i wasn't the biggest fan of a lot of the music but there is some music in it that i really like um but yeah it's a it's a great mix of storytelling puzzles uh and rhythm gameplay and i think it is a very well balanced game um and yeah i i I nothing but respect for this game absolutely nice when are we gonna start throwing punches man yeah i know i thought we were really gonna fight about this more and make fun of each other more but uh well here's your opportunity because my number 11 you better keep your mouth shut by the way is moss (laughs) uh legit there are only two games that two psvr games that ever made me cry and this was one of them um, I'm not the most emotional person. Um, I get like emotional about the weirdest things. Like, like I can have like a death in the family and it won't affect me. But then like, I hear like this beautiful music or like this beautiful moment in a video game. I'm like more likely to cry about something beautiful than I am about something sad. Like usually when I'm sad, I get angry. Um, and yeah, this game, uh, I think Quill is one of the most, uh, well thought out, uh, characters ever made. Um, I think this game is magical and it is just the the hack and slash gameplay. You know, I'm a big fan of Devil May Cry, and this is like a very watered down, basic version of that. I can't hey, believe you it. even. I can't believe you even <laughs> said the words Devil May Cry when describing any element of Moss. I mean, I'm going to. I don't care how watered down you're describing it as. Well, I love platformers. <laughs> I love hack and slash, and this has elements of those. It's also like a gorgeous game. Um, Virtual Stranger says I'm crying right now. <laughs> I only, I only um, cry when iCarly is on. Um, but yeah, uh, I just think it's a beautiful, magical game, and I'm so excited for Moss Book to get Quill a little hammer. Uh, and I think it's super cool as well that she speaks uh, sign language. This could have been higher on my list. I think it actually was, and then like some stuff got swapped around. But um, yeah, one of my favorite games of all time. It's okay. Poster. Bogey Cat Productions with the five quid says, I need to go to sleep. Got to work in the morning, but I'm going nowhere until I see where Farpoint is on both lists. P.S. I hope to see the Solus Project, too. I I don't I don't know. Can we talk about the Solus Project? I feel like it got delisted, right? And uh, and I actually considered it very, like, a lot for my list and actually didn't consider it once I was like, oh, yeah, it's been No, we can't talk about it. Oh, well, then. I guess we won't talk about it. All right. So let's see here. That was number eleven for you. My number eleven, uh, which was, I think, man, I, I think, I think it's becoming very clear what kind of games I like. Uh, Golem. Ooh, yeah, great one. Golem was one of those games where it's just like we do. Well, first of all, we we're just like we thought it was vaporware, right? We thought we thought that game was never coming yeah. out. And then when they finally were like, oh, Golem's coming out in two weeks, we we're like, what? Are you fucking kidding me? Like this was like start uh, literally the level of Star Child, where we were like. I don't, this game's never coming out and like and if it does what kind of game is it gonna be like we just had no idea yeah. like that's we we saw like all these kind of like cg previews and shit and it's never as it turns out it, it was a sword fighting game <laughs> was... this game was actually on my list at one point and then it kind of it just barely i think actually hotel r&r might have just like nudged it off mm-hmm. um yeah absolutely fantastic game beautiful and open was one world. of the first open, open world, world was one of the first games to introduce uh like really heavy feeling combat um which i think is something that i hope to see more in the future games that you know 
simulate physics really well. And yeah, we don't. It was the first game, first sword fighting game that didn't have waggle. You remember when we had to deal with like waggle? Still sometimes do. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's uh, this was the first game that finally broke that trend and, and said, no, we need to, when we swing a sword and it hits something, connects with something, we need to feel that or else it completely breaks the immersion. And this was the first game to do that. Yeah. I, I love that the developers of this game didn't, you know, they, I will say that like they, they screwed up, you know, by not giving us a second, uh, not, not making a battle move with two move controllers, controllers right? Yeah, it was one move yeah. controller and you could use a nav controller or a dual shock or whatever. Right. But, or you could hold the button down the move controller and lean forward to walk. And I was like, uh, but other than that whole snafu, um, I was really glad that they didn't like feel the need to do like a traditional game. Like they, they really just like stuck to their guns and did this thing that they envisioned and created this beautiful world. And basically you unlock it in strange ways by, by defeating different golems and, uh, and, and, and having it tied to this like really strong narrative uh, about this girl who's stuck in bed. And like, there's like literally two worlds happening at the same time. You like, it's, it's a technical Marvel on PlayStation VR and uh, and on top of that, it was an emotional journey, and you. It's it's funny because my number ten, my number eleven, and my number twelve, like it's just it's it's these solitary, emotional, quiet journeys that that I tend to gravitate towards. Uh, and uh, yeah, this is just the kind of gamer I am, like the single player gamer. All right, I'm, I'm yeah. done. Raving, I'm done raving about that. Definitely a fantastic game. Yeah. Um, so moving into number ten territory. Uh, I have Hitman 3, which honestly I thought would have been higher on my personal favorite list and, and probably could. This game could even be like a top five for me. Yeah. Um, I had Blood and Truth kind of in my top ten favorites thing, spoiler alert. But hit, ever since Hitman 3 came out, it replaced that that feeling that I got from Blood and Truth. Like it kind of replaced that for me um, and just – like really was blown away by the the story and um and yeah like there's there's moments in this game where the story takes a turn and and like there's really like there's just really huge things that happen that i i remember just like being in shock um but yeah and on top of that you get to import all three games um but but yeah uh hitman 3 is like one of the most you know, I've I've said it before. It's one of the most just like mind blowing action adventures ever, and and it still is. It's it's like one of the best James Bond games I've ever played. Yeah, this is this is right here starts showing the differences between you know our top twenty five favorites or our personal top twenty fives, uh, and then the games that we would do on an official list uh, because obviously Hitman, I believe the Hitman trilogy in VR is you know top tier. It's, there, there is almost nothing better than, than the Hitman 3 trilogy in VR uh, from pretty much every single level. Replayability, uh, environmental detail, and uh, just the, the, the thought that was put into every single area and the options that you have available to you to take down yeah. each area. Do it stealthy, go crazy, balls yeah. to the wall. Totally up to you. Uh, some puzzle elements that can really, I mean, it's, it's almost perfect, but it's not my style of game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this was definitely my style. And I agree, uh, Dan Kiefer says they are very, Hitman is very different from Blood and Truth, and I agree. Yes, oh, yes. Um, they, they are much different. They're both must-haves, in my opinion. If you don't play Hitman 3, this 
this gen, you got to play it when it comes out again on PSVR 2, which yeah. I think it will. Um, then you have no excuse when it comes out at that point. Yeah, motion controls make this game so much better. Uh, I did not like the DualShock 4 at all, but I'm, I'm not even going to rant about that. I would that still because, recommend it, yeah. but, but I can understand wanting to wait and maybe getting like a better experience, but there was just it was still just amazing one of the, one of my favorite games ever absolutely yeah number 10 i definitely set this up already when i talked about demo and golem uh, and said that my number nine kind of follows suit somebody in the chat said this it is definitely separation uh, separation is i mean it's made so it's made by recluse industries uh martin over there who made did the soundtrack who did all of the artwork just created the entire everything from top to bottom himself and the world looks like Ica, which is one of my favorite PlayStation 2 games ever. Um, and uh, I, I always loved, like, that majestic world with, like, collapsing buildings and uh, just, again, the, the, that whole feeling of solitude. And I, I think I spent, I think I spent way more time playing through this than anybody else did. And as you, as you slowly, you know, walk around... And, and, and start solving the puzzles and, and kind of discover the path that you're supposed to be taking, uh, the world starts slowly unlocking as well. You're walking from place to place, and then eventually you find a rowboat, and then eventually you find a hot air balloon. And like the, as with each of these, the world just opens up more and more and more and just becomes bigger and, and, and more grandiose, right, with every single new uh, way you find to explore it. And, and again, having lost somebody that's so, so, so important to me... Um, I couldn't stop thinking about that person the entire time I was playing and about, and about this feeling that, um, that felt so, I felt so connected, uh, to this game because of that loss. Mm -hmm. And then to find out that Martin made this game about, you know, his dad, uh, who he lost. I was like, yeah, he fucking nailed it, man. He absolutely nailed that connection. Um, such an emotional journey. And so 10, 11, 12, that's my, that's my emo section of this list. <laughs> wow. Fantastic. You know, really, really great indie game, and uh, definitely the co the combination of when the music kicks in in this game, and some of the, mixed with some of the visuals, um, I can definitely nothing but respect here. That being said, I like I like this is this this you if you keep going this route, it might start swaying more towards my favor. So keep it up. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, excellent, excellent game. Um, Separation's like twelve ninety nine. Go fucking buy it. If you haven't played Separation yeah. and you just want like a nice solitary, like quiet adventure, retro intro, intro that's like really introspective, like fucking thirteen dollars, guys. It's amazing. All right, I am on. Let's see, number eight. Now again, if I say anything from your top three, don't mention it. Uh, yeah, that's, um, that's, that's an interesting. I would have said top five, but you already you've already said yeah, the top three, the top three. Well, dude, this, this it's already been ninety minutes since we started the show. This can't be a three hour well, episode. You have my number nine, the persistence. Mm -hmm. We already did number eight. This is going to cut you deep a little bit. Is Resident Evil Seven? Um, I mean, what more can I say than? This is the best horror game I've ever played in my life. What more can I say uh, than fuck you, Brian? Like, this is the biggest <laughs> fuck you you've ever... Like, this... Dude, go... Yeah. This is a personal favorite list. Uh, I I think Resident Evil 7 is the best horror game ever made. Um, and, uh, yeah, it shits all over Resident Evil 4, even though... Well, yeah, no, sure. I didn't really care for Resident Evil 4 very much. Um, even without the move support stuff, it, it still shits all over Resident Evil 4. Uh, I don't care what anyone says. And 
Um, yeah, it's it's really a game that needs no introduction. Uh, it, it is so scary that people can't play it. And uh, success. Well done, and Capcom. I, I think I think that is a job well done. But yet, still over a million people have played this game in VR. So, um, despite it being too scary for a lot of people, it's uh, yeah, it's definitely an amazing game. Almost, almost a. It could I could consider this almost a ten out of ten, if not already. Yeah, I'm, I, love I hope the I hope to have a I hope to have a remaster. The chat knows um, us so well. I love these guys. Everybody yeah. in the chat here are awesome. <laughs> I love reading these as we're doing this. All right. Uh, I need to get caught up here with my number nine. Um, and I will say definitely the best uh, horror game of the year, Blair Witch VR. Ah, there right. it is. I saw Blue Jew asking. She was so curious if that was going to be on your list. Yeah, oh, dude, it, Blair Witch VR is so well done in, in every single regard. Uh, it's it's got it's got good storytelling. Uh, the PSVR implementation is so so so. I mean, just these small details uh, like the uh, the button layout on the on the camera controls uh, are the button layout on the move controls. Um, the the type of puzzles that they introduce are things that I've never actually seen in a VR game before. Um, the entire last. Uh, I mean, the entire game leading up to the end is amazing. Uh, very, very tense the entire time. Uh, terrifying. And then the last two hours or whatever, like, just feel like almost a completely different game. And I love what they did there. Um, it's just it's, it's just this game that keeps getting better and better and better and better. And you can pet the dog. Bullet is awesome. Yeah, Bullet is great. This game was such a big surprise. I really was not expecting to like it that much. Um, top, didn't sorry. make my top 25. <laughs> Tom Flesh Eater uh, think... Gaming in the chat says, yes, Blair Witch was pretty good. The downfall was the rain effect sucked. Dude, for such an amazing-looking oh, yeah. game. <laughs> I like forgot the, about that. Such yeah. a good-looking game. Such a good-looking game. And then, like, during one scene, the rain is just, like, it looks like somebody drew rain in a circle around you. And I was like, what? This is the worst rain effects I've ever seen in my life. You're right. That is a horrible blemish on an otherwise beautiful game. Um. Yeah, I'm shocked that this is in your top 10 um i wonder if there's any recency bias or maybe it's just your horror bias um of you know course, dude, of course it's my horror bias <laughs> <laughs> it is it is definitely your horse your horror bias is showing now yeah uh, because i think this is i do think this is a great game really high quality game in fact um but top 25 i don't know maybe um anyways uh, I know Jamie now would be so mad about that because he like loves this game for some reason. Yeah. And I just I for love this reason, game, but I I, I don't game. know I don't love it that much. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, uh, number seven. seven, another game that I feel like could have been higher on my list, um, but I got it as high as I could, and that is Firewall Zero Hour. Um, I have what can I say other than like yeah this this game. Anybody can talk smack about this game as much as they want. Call it a, a lobby waiting simulator. Mm-hmm. It's not my fault you don't know how to back out of a lobby and go to a new one. Um, <laughs> I have over 400 hours in this game, and it is one of the most immersive, fun multiplayer games. It's also the only b- paid multiplayer game that still has a consistent online user base. Um, and, uh, yeah, this game is just from the graphics to the gameplay – to the immersion, to the strategy of working together. Um, I think this game is just absolutely incredible. 
And uh, I hope First Contact is working on a sequel because uh, I love, love this game. And this could have been, honestly, higher on my list even. Uh, I love it that much. Yep. This is, this is a prime example of the difference between a, a without Pearl top 25 list and a personal top 25 list. Uh, when when I want to, when I'm thinking about the games I love the most, I'm thinking about single player uh, adventures and uh, ones that take me on an emotional journey. So we should move on. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not <laughs> typing this in anywhere. Did it not make your, did it not make your top 25 at all? It, it certainly did not make my, uh, wow. my, my number four, six, seven or eight slot. Wow. Um, um, all right, so that brings us to my oh, number okay, eight, okay. which <laughs> uh, is definitely one of the best games on the platform. Uh, this, this, it, it doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter what kind of game you're into. Uh, if you don't love Astrobot Rescue Mission, I don't think we can be friends anymore. Like everything about Astrobot is so charming, and I mean the music is just like makes you smile. And Astrobot runs by the screen and waves at you, <laughs> like he, he underwater. He like sticks on your face like a like one of those suction cup things you used to get for your car when you were uh, when you were younger. Remember, I had one. I was at an Alf one that suction <laughs> yeah. cup to the window. Um, it, it's such it's it's one of the best third person platformers I've ever played in my life. And uh, it's probably and it's probably the most charming uh, 3D platform I've ever played in my life. I'm such a Jack and Dexter kid. I love Sly Cooper, uh, Ratchet and Clank to a lesser degree, and and, and I think Astrobot just you know it, it takes takes elements of all of those and uh, and just brings the charm level up so high that it's impossible not to fall in love with it. Yeah, Astrobot is a 10 out of 10. It revolutionized uh, 3D platformers. And, um, yeah, I think it really put Astrobot on the map as well. Uh, I, I know Astro's Playroom is pretty popular, but, man, those people have no idea that uh, how much better <laughs> Rescue Mission is than, than Astro's Playroom, uh, which is more like a tech demo, in my opinion. Uh, still great, but without VR, I don't think I have as much interest in Astrobot at all. Um, and, yeah, another game I really hope to see a sequel and uh yeah just 10 out of 10 perfection uh joy so much joy from start to finish absolutely yeah oh and the, and the um, challenge maps you know it's like if you if, if it's not people complain about the challenge level of this game it's like i struggle with some of those challenge maps so hard four, four, um, four and five get a little bit more challenging and then uh and then the challenge levels yeah are yeah. definitely very creative too. really really well done yeah. um all right. I need to get caught uh, up to you at some point here. Should I do my number seven? Yeah, do, get your number, yeah do your number seven. All right. This is going to piss off so many people, and I can't wait. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> it's finally Price happening, guys. Impact. It's finally happening. Immortal Legacy, the Jade Cipher. <laughs> Dude, I've said so many times on so many different episodes that I like <laughs> Immortal Legacy more than Blood and Truth. Like, I would never recommend Immortal Legacy over Blood and Truth, but, like, as far as, like, a personal top 25 list goes like blood and truth hasn't made it on my list yet and immortal legacy pff, right there very high up and i just lo i love everything that it does i love everything that it does i think it's an amazing adventure especially for 20 dollars um and it's just it's it's the very beginning of a much longer adventure that we'll probably never hear the rest of 
foresee the rest of. <laughs> um, but man, I love where this this uh, this story starts, and I love how stupid and video gamey it is. I love yeah. Cookie Pie and and just how how none of it makes any sense, man. It's just like, oh, here's a villain that you never see again, and it's fucking yeah. You know, it seems like Kojima style writing, but it's like, but it doesn't go anywhere. It's like it's so nonsensical, yeah. and I just for some reason sometimes you need that shit. And that's why I love it, man. Like sometimes you just need nonsensical video game ridiculousness. I I totally totally agree. I actually I'm surprised Immortal Legacy is not in my top twenty five because I do love this game to death. Um, I don't recommend it to people like I used to <laughs> because I watch somebody stream it and basically lose their mind. You either <laughs> love it or hate it, and that's it makes it hard to recommend when when people are you know when it's between that yeah uh, I, I don't know how it's not in my top 25 but i do love this game despite even with the small issues even with the how nonsensical it is and everything and uh you want to know yeah. how it's not in your top 25 uh hold on a second um operencia uh <laughs> sorry true true you make choices also, in life aj and you made the wrong ones yeah what up, Nathy? Nathy's in the house today, man. Congrats on really? seven hundred thousand subscribers, Nathy. I am proudly one of those, and uh, and can't wait to uh, make PSVR two content together. It's gonna be good times, man. I think I'm one of those. Yeah, how could I not be subscribed <laughs> to Nathy? Obviously, I'm definitely one of those. Yeah, that is a huge milestone. I can't. We we have like ten years. Only we're like ten years away from getting there. We'll be there too, though. Don't you worry. Looper, the underground game cat with the two euros, says the leeches in Immortal Legacy are almost RE seven level scary. I mean, you know what? I'm I'm going to take. In- listen, I might not agree with that statement in particular, but I need all <laughs> the ammunition I can get. Right? It's like, yeah, bring it on, guys. Bring it on all the Immortal Legacy love. <laughs> so thank you very much, Looper. I need all the support I can get. All right, so I think um, that, gets, that gets us caught up. So what is your number six? My number six is the game that I think has the deepest, most well-crafted, immersive features uh, when it comes to interaction and physicality and physics. Shadow Legend is number is six on your list? The Walking Dead Saints and Sinners. This game is... I think even though it was like, you know, a nominee for game of the year in 2020, um, I don't know why I I will always say this game is still like underrated. (laughs) I I can't say it's underrated because I think everybody praises it and says it's an essential and I couldn't agree more. Most Um, most people say it's better than Alex. So like some people, I I, I wouldn't say most people, but, but um, there's, there's people, there's people on the PC side that have said the walking dead saints and sinners has done things better than half-life alex and that's like you know that's pretty strong words all things considered uh, i think uh i think this game is like when it comes to the immersive gameplay i don't think anybody got it more right than skydance with you know eliminating menus or, or trying to just find some way to make every single thing immersive possible no menus that pop up like you grab everything from your back from your weapons from your sides um and then and then that like the post-launch content has been great as well um this is our usually number one you know when i'm when i'm when i'm not saying like a personal list i'm usually saying that this is the best psvr game uh out there because of what they achieved with it and the physics and everything are just like incredible yeah it didn't make my list it didn't make your list? Yeah, okay. 
We'll see about that. All right, that brings us to the, uh, the chat is rocked and shocked right now that that <laughs> yeah. wasn't higher. I know, man. Yep. I know. I have weird taste. <laughs> uh, I, can't, I can't wait for the final vote. <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna trounce you, man. <laughs> um, all right, so what does that bring us up to? My number six. I think we're filling in the blanks here. Yes, number six. Um, one of the best. Uh, one of the biggest. One of the most open ended games on PlayStation VR. Uh, I, I don't think I think it's is a game I didn't care about until it came to PSVR and uh, and I think it's I think it's unbelievable and it's the best way to play this Skyrim VR. Ooh, nice! Uh, it didn't means, make my top twenty-five. <laughs> I know, crazy. I don't know how. That is that is absolutely nuts to me. Like this is a game yeah, that you can spend too, hundreds man. of hours in, and. Yeah. It's just, and, and and you can play it however you want to. You can you can create whatever kind of character you want to. You can play. I mean, the the fact that it's not on your top twenty five is actually mind blowing to me. I, don't I know, even... me too. It was, it, it kind of was, and then wasn't, and was, and wasn't. Um, it's definitely one of my favorite games. Um, I just need more space. <laughs> yeah, you do. You need some more space right after Rush of Blood. Knock everything down a couple notches, <laughs> just a couple notches. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Skyrim is is fantastic. The world converted to VR. I didn't I didn't like Skyrim as much on flat screen, uh, but but when I played it in VR, yeah, it's uh, amazing. Yeah, Darkwing Chuck, the game cracks. It's not in your top twenty five, but you can ride dragons. <laughs> right? Yeah, you, I know. You coined the it term also, dragons. Like what? It does. It does agitate me a little bit. The the PS5 version, like on PS4 Pro is the best way to play this game is Skyrim. But on PS5, they didn't like Saints and Sinners went in and adjusted some games when they converted to PS5, I guess, because the SSD, the pop in like loads like really fast. Mm -hmm. And so visually Skyrim really bugs me now on PS5 because um, and I don't you know, I unfortunately can't expect them to go in and update it. uh, But yeah, visually it gets a little messed up on uh, on PS5 because of the pop-in is so, so bad. Still an amazing game, still deserving, and uh, uh, yeah, one of my favorite times of, uh, in, in VR for sure. I'm, again, just loving the chat. The chat's more interesting than we are. I, I, <laughs> I want to rewatch this episode and turn off our sound and just read their chats. Um, all right, so, so you brings, have number five. Number five, yeah, right? Number five for oh. you is Song in the Smoke. Right. And then number five for you is what? Number five for me is everybody was asking about this and I had to be like, nope, this is where, this is where my site, you know, I called out your, your, your horror bias. Mm -hmm. This is where my sci-fi bias comes into play. The Solus Project. Um, This is my Skyrim (laughs) uh, kind of, Um, but yeah, I, this game unfortunately is not available on the store anymore, which really saddens me. Yeah. Um, but it's an open world sci-fi exploration and survival game uh, where you crash land on an alien planet, and there's like caves and tombs and like alien uh, technology all over the place, and uh, it's eerie as hell. And this game literally almost was my number one. I'm not even joking. Uh, almost put this as number one because uh, this game is just absolutely following the story of it was just mind blowing. Um, And yeah, 
It, it's just the most craziest game ever. Gabriel 004, the license to Meow Game Cat. Rayer says, be right back. I've got to go unsubscribe to someone. <laughs> Dude, the Solus Project is great, but yeah, the fact that you can't even buy it anymore, the fact that it's delisted uh, is, is, first of all, awful. Uh, but second of all, the only reason it didn't make my list, I absolutely considered it many times over because uh, it is a fantastic game. Uh, but yeah, that's... Uh, I mean, if you're going to put that on, can I put the Zenith beta at number one? Because fuck I me. almost put the, Zen- the Z- Zenith beta on here. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> because Definitely an honorable mention. Yeah. I mean, it absolutely, absolutely would be in my top five um, if we yeah. were allowed to put a beta on that no one has access to. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Same. All right, man. Um, yeah, good, yeah. Good pick with the Solus Project. Um, but we are definitely getting into some very heated territory here. The fact that Resident Evil 7 has already made the list for you. I don't even know what's going on anymore. I don't know what kind of alternate <laughs> reality I've stepped into. Uh, the Mandela effect is real, and you're experiencing it right now, folks. AJ, what's your number four? This, this will kind of set I... right. Okay, okay. My number four is Dreams. Uh, you know... <laughs> Again, once we get into this territory, it's like any of these could be number one. Uh, I, you know, still believe Dreams is uh, something magical. I think it doesn't get enough love and attention that it deserves. Um, But that's okay, because behind the scenes, people are still creating experiences and games within it. Uh, Here's a fact, fun fact. There are at least 10 Dreams that are better than... 50% 50% of the PSVR and entire VR library. Um, there are dreams stuff like, which we'll highlight some tomorrow, um, right. is uh, stuff like Digital Chaos RPG, which you got to play lately, mm-hmm. Hypercycle Arena. Um, Jungle Build there's 2. Jungle Pressure. Build 2, yeah. Pressure. All these games, there are some games made in dreams that are super legit. And, um, yeah, Whiplash, by our good friend Wargarble. Uh, talk, that's the closest thing that's come to Rush of Blood. Um, yeah, there are games that I would pay ten to twenty dollars for that exist in Dreams. I agree. Fifty uh, percent, I think, is pretty high as, as far as like there are games in Dreams that are better than fifty percent of the PSVR library. I think, yeah, there, there's obviously a pretty big percentage of every game catalog uh, on any system ever made that's kind of trash. Um, and so the fact, you know, the fact is like, there are so many amazing games and dreams, uh, that have been made and in more yeah. than, in Nick, more than Nick, the game, let me say something real quick. Nick, yeah. the game cat house says that's a bold statement. AJ dreams are short experiences, not games. Tell that to the five hour RPG or the RPG that I am five hours into right now yeah. and haven't completed or the three hour pressure game that I beat. Uh, there are. This is the misconception about this game, and this is why I get so heated about it and defensive over it, is because there are bigger games and dreams that you just don't know about yet. Well, and um, dude, more than that, it's like we've paid ten, twenty, thirty dollars for 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 yeah. crap games that only last thirty to forty minutes, or an hour, or two hours, or three hours. That and so and, and so, if you're comparing spent, apples to if you're comparing apples yeah. to apples. Like there are games on the PlayStation VR store that are charging actual money that are worse and shorter and than the games that you're playing in Dreams. 
So we're, if, yeah, so I mean, yeah. I, I mean, do, do we sorry, not? Do we not? Do we not? Do we not call games in the PSVR catalog games? You know, like where do, we don't. So, yeah. Some of them we draw the line between yeah. experiences and games at a certain point. But a lot of we do have a lot of games that are just super fucking short. Yeah, there's the what what that game is capable of too. I mean, creating games almost becomes a game at some point because it becomes that fun and that easy and accessible to use. Um, it's nothing but time consuming when it comes to being able to create stuff in dreams, but you can make whatever you want, but yeah, go play pressure, go play left to rot, go play hypercycle arena, go play digital chaos, RPG, jungle bill, uh, all those, uh, whiplash. I've got a full playlist thing. Go check that out. And, uh, I guarantee you, you'll change your mind. I promise you. Yeah, I mean, and yeah, I mean, we're, we're we're talking about dreams as if it's like a Netflix for PSVR games, and it's not. It's a game creation toolkit that allows you to play other people's games, and the toolkit the, the is so deep and so uh, it allows you to make things that are better looking than half the shit uh, on any VR platform. Uh, you get you know as far as music creation tools, level creation tools, you can make any kind of game that you want to make. Uh, it's it's the possibilities are pretty much endless. And then again with the dynamic resolution on PlayStation Five, I mean, it's just it's just an absolutely incredible uh, creation toolkit. And so you know you, you can talk about the games that are that have been created on it, sure. But dreams for me is just hey here here's a set of tools that are so powerful. Uh, allow you to make your own VR games. The fact that we're even saying that in this day and uh, is is crazy. I, I didn't think we'd be able to do something like that uh, on Gen One yeah. PSVR yeah. hardware. I cannot wait to see what happens if they do a PSVR two update for this and add multiplayer. Oh, oh my God! It's on, man. It yeah. is on when that happens. Dude, move support's it's great, and they've added aim support. I mean, like, yeah. I mean, they're just going to keep adding to this. It'll be interesting incredible all right so let's see that was your number four and my number four. Oh, here we go here we go things are starting to make sense again everything is all right in the galaxy folks don't you worry because beat saber's here beat saber <laughs> beat saber dude i mean i've spent okay. so many hours in beat saber i got the platinum i i i download every single piece every single dlc pack that comes out uh even if it's not an artist that i'm interested in because I just love Beat Saber so much. I promised myself at a certain point after the Interscope pack, the mixtape, which is fucking garbage. Uh, <laughs> I was like, if I'm not interested in the artist, I'm not going to keep buying this stuff. I bought the Lady Gaga stuff, and I was like, hey, you know what? This is actually pretty good. I've, you know, and I bought pretty much everything. And uh, and I, lo- I just love Beat Saber. I think that feeling when you put somebody into VR for the first time, and you give them lightsabers, and you let them slice the blocks in, into the rhythm of music. Uh, so many times I've heard, we just heard who was saying it recently that the, all the, was it Nick? I think it was Nick. His friend like put it, put out the sabers and, and they touched and, and that was like, he was like, I need this. And I, and I, and I think so many people have had the exact same experience uh, with Beat Saber. And as far as I'm concerned, man, fucking Beat Saber is one of the best rhythm games I've ever played. And it's so yeah, simple definitely. at its core. So simple at its yeah. core. No denying that. I, I'm just really a stickler about music and I don't really like their music, but um, the technical gameplay of the game, I think, yeah, absolutely. I, I'm a, I love Beat Saber. I'm a big fan of it. Um, if it had music that I connected with more, I, it probably, it could even be my favorite game too, but um, I'm not a big fan of electronic music for the most part. And uh, unless it's like darker and grittier 
and they're just very poppy and upbeat, and I'm not a fan of that. Um, and their music packs, I, I'm not a fan of the grocery store music packs. Um, <laughs> Man, dude, Lincoln Link, Link Park was great. Uh, Imagine Dragons was Link great. Park was pretty good. Green but, Day but was Lincoln great, Park, but, but, but short. Um, the Green Day was, you know, not even their best Green Day stuff, but. Um, but I mean, but these, 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 this is music that's that you don't find in, in synth writers. And again, I have a major problem. I hated the Interscope uh, mixtape on Beat Saber because I was like, "Give me a full, give me a full uh, DLC pack for each one of these, and then maybe we'll maybe we'll talk, right?" Because I, I don't like the whole mixtape thing. I don't like the whole like here's one song from this band and one song from this band. And one, no, yeah, I, I don't. I, I still don't. I still don't. You know, I don't agree with that. So. Um, well, you, you, you know, I think I think variety you, of music is better. You, than, you complain about having only like a couple good right. uh, Green Day songs, and then you're like, "But what?" But then you don't complain about only having one uh, song by Rancid. <laughs> it's like, okay. yeah, because right. there's, I mean, because there's a metal song, there's a there's a punk rock song, there's a Muse song, there's a you know yeah, one, all one, sorts one, of there's, oh, yeah, synth there, wave. there's a couple of Muse songs, yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah. yeah, no, I, I I like the variety more than uh, and the song selection more. But again, music is subjective, and that's my only, you know, reasoning behind it. I I love Beat Saber though. It's a great pick, man. It's a great pick. And my you, number you, you three. Don't, you don't have to make me feel better about it. I, we all know you're <laughs> in the wrong here. <laughs> uh, at number three. Here we go. This is gonna shock some people. My number three is No Man's Sky. Um, yes, uh, I think it's a, an incredible open universe game. I love exploration. I love sci-fi. And, uh, so I think, um, I think, uh, yeah, it's just, what can I say? It's got vehicles. It's got jetpacks, Brian. It's got exploration that is like endless pretty much. I've got like 600 hours in it. Um, it is one of my favorite games of all time and, yeah, there's like I, I don't even know. I, I don't even know what to say. I don't even know what else I could say. From riding dune buggies to to uh, you know riding dinosaurs and pets and butterfly giant butterflies and stuff. Um, yeah, I, I think this game is amazing. Uh, yeah. It sure is. This is one of those games that, like, man, if I if I'd spent, you know, if I spent fifty hours with this game, uh, I know that I would fall in love with it, and I and I think it's absolutely amazing for what it does. Um, but I just can't. I, I just I just couldn't put it on my list. I was like, this is because I haven't reached that point yet. You know, I think I think it's what it does is absolutely incredible, but it's still not doing the thing that I wanted to do, which is again why why it doesn't make my favorite list my personal list which is again mm. guys what we're doing here don't forget this isn't like the new official without parole list or anything like that um it it, it doesn't give me like the the the, the story driven narrative heavy campaign that i'm looking for it feels it feels very yeah that's feels not very, what it is yeah exactly and so and what they did deliver feels very tacked on um and i and i don't get the for, for me i you know you're like oh this <laughs> new world is so different than the last world and i'm like but is it 
<laughs> for me, it's not, you know, and I'm just like, okay, it looks oh, different. And oh, it, no, no, no. You haven't uh, explored enough then. If I've, you think if you think that game, there's there's nothing that pisses me off more than from people that say, oh, like, you know, this game doesn't change in landscape or, or no, the, the no, structure it of it. It does, but it, not it actually in any changes, meaningful way as far as I'm concerned. It, it, it changes a lot. <laughs> like, um, again, for exploration, you know, yeah, maybe after 600 hours. But what the, the common mistake some people make is that they don't get the – there's like planets you can explore around in the galaxy. And there's some that you can't go to when, when you don't have the, your upgrades to your ship. Mm-hmm. And so they don't go there. And so they go, oh, well, this, this – you know, all these planets in this one system look the same. Well, they're in the same system. Yeah. Uh, there's, there's rare systems. There's, there's, if you dig deep enough, you find that. And that's what I spent – like you know 500 600 hours doing is exploring and and i got to see these wonderful variety and depth of how far this stuff actually varies and uh yeah it's um you know i I don't know like yes it is procedurally generated but but that goes deeper than what most people believe believe yeah, i mean no. I, guess, I guess watching all of your streams and and uh and, and watching other people play hasn't clued me into you don't watch my streams. shut up <laughs> it's 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 all you clearly don't what i want is every to go to the world that they bring to this game too yeah. is like now that i'll like agree with huge, that i will 100 percent agree with I, I thought i think the updates in this is amazing but again it feels like a sandbox uh universe universe Yes, it is. And, and again, sandbox games for me are just like not something I gravitate towards. And there, because sandbox right. games in general are missing the things that I like about games. And No Man's Sky is absolutely missing those things that I like about games. Uh, and so it's like, oh, check out this world and look at the materials you can find here, and you can sell them for this. I'm like, yeah, but what about what about the meat? And and there's and for me, No Man's Sky is exploration uh, is the meat, and yeah. it has. You know, it has a entire buffet of exploration yeah. Yeah. and vehicles to do it with and stuff. If it's not for you, that's fine. I just I will shoot down anybody that says it doesn't have like any depth or variety or or anything like that. Uh, I will. You can try. Go for their jugular. You can try, <laughs> but you will fail because I know what this game has to offer, and it's just it's not offering me what I want. Um, but anyway, how many expeditions did you play? No. Oh, how many hours have you spent with it, dude? <laughs> it, it, listen, if, if the if the thirty hours I spent with the game doesn't show me anything that I'm looking for, then you know what? It's time to move on. Because <laughs> I I don't recommend that anyone spend thirty hours with a game that they're not having fun with. Uh, meanwhile, I know that this game will get its hooks in me if I spend another thirty hours with it. I know that's the case. But again, it's this is this is why this is why it's not on my list because it's not oh, the kind of game that I'm here. interested in. Uh, yeah, Ace was here, and now I'm scared. <laughs> yeah, yeah not, maybe it, we it, should do an honorable mention. <laughs> yeah. <God. laughs> um, uh, <laughs> of the Game Cat Army is still talking about Minecraft in space. I see. <laughs> it's awesome. Um, all right, let's see. So that was number three for you. So number three for me, uh, putting a game where it actually belongs on this list, AJ, is The Walking Dead: Saints and Sinners. Uh, this game is, again, I mean, we talked about it quite a bit. It's 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 awesome. the The story that it tells is 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 good. For all you shit on this game, yep. 
and <laughs> wait, wait, wait. How, how, the, I'll tell you. I'll tell you how I shit on this game. I, t- I shit on this game because uh, most of the story is delivered through a radio, and I don't fucking like staring at a radio <laughs> while the story is being told to me. Oh I'm like, God. come on, radio, come on, speed right, the fuck up. Me, at least, l- at least, let me craft while I listen to this nonsense. Come on. Okay, tell me what you love about this game. Let me hear it. Everything else. <laughs> Right. Yeah, I do. I love everything else. This is always like uh, in in my book when we do our top twenty five list. This is always number two for me. This is always the one the one right after uh, after Resident Evil Seven. Who's saying, oh, you know, these are yes, this is v, this game's VRAF, but Resident Evil Seven just happens to be a better game. Um, and and I do, and I love. Yeah, we already talked about the VRAF elements about taking the backpack off and 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 shop, taking things in. Uh, taking things out of it and putting things into it and just throwing it behind your back. Your map is right here uh, or, you know, your, your quest notes are right there. I thought the update they delivered with aftershocks was awesome. Um, I mean, it's, it's, it's got some really, really great moments. Uh, And again, it's horror themed. It's got zombies. The, The crafting system is awesome. Dude, there was nothing, nothing better. Again, this is something that after the fall just totally fucking lacks for me. And that's, I'm going to go to a, a location in Saints and Sinners for the 17th fucking time because now I'm looking for sugar, right? I'm like, I desperately need sugar. I need sugar. I've got no sugar. And I'm just going to and that, – and that's what I'm looking for this time. I'm not looking for a floppy disk that's generally in the same exact place as it was the last three times. It gives me, guess what, shit I don't need. <laughs> Right? No, I'm going to go fucking collect a bunch of stuff, deal with uh, inventory management, right? And and take all that stuff back and then craft things I need from it. Right? And craft weapons, craft items, craft food, craft permanent stat upgrades. Uh, it, it's just it's just an, so eloquently done, uh, pretty much from top to bottom. Saints and Sinners is, yeah. uh, is almost perfect. Yeah. But leaving room for two games to be better than it, in my opinion. On my favorite list. Well, what's see, number two, AJ? Did you, <laughs> did you number two give away your number one? <laughs> I mean, I mean, everybody already knows. Your yeah, I mean, two. number one was I'm a giveaway a, before we started the show. All right, all right. So this is gonna give away my number one, but my number two. Who does number two work for? Is the game that is nothing is the most revolutionary platformer since super mario 64 is nothing but a amazing just had a smile on my face from start to finish prove to all the naysayers out there that third person platformers can work in vr and so to all of you naysayers i extend my middle finger and say astrobot rescue mission uh for number two and it's my favorite, probably my favorite platformer of all time, uh, and is absolutely amazing. Yeah, I can't wait till they make Astrobot Rescue Mission Two and they make it better, right? I can't wait till they give us control over the camera. I can't <laughs> wait until uh, it's it's more more of an uh, you know op- more open levels. Uh, but man, yeah, for our first outing, uh, these they, they absolutely killed it, man. Number two is. Pushing it. I don't think you're going to get much opposition in the chat for sure, but that's why I got Tornado over here because it could have been my number one. Honestly, could, almost was number one. I feel like if I didn't have Tornado, people might fire shots at me for saying anything negative about Astro. But... Yeah, look at her face. Look at her. She looks so not amused. I know. Oh, she's never amused. Tornado. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that right? Yeah. Um, nice. So my number two 
I, I can't I can't believe you rated this so low. Num- my number two is Dreams. Okay. Dreams, I, I, I still think Dreams is one of the best reasons to own a PlayStation 5, one of the best reasons to own a PlayStation VR headset. Um, and it is just, Ian Stanbridge, you don't have control over the camera. <laughs> that's <laughs> yes you can turn your head that's that's not what i'm talking about and you know it um no dude uh dreams dreams is just incredible uh, we've we've already talked uh at length about it uh and i just think that it's such powerful creation toolkit uh the the dreams creators out there everybody who's making stuff spending a lot of time making all sorts of games have shown us just how powerful these tools are uh and, and made so so many fun games um that i that, yeah, I, I agree with you. Are better than a good percentage of the uh, of any VR catalog. So, yep. yeah, especially visually. Yeah, Dreams is amazing. So wait, um, what, why why am I blanking here? What what haven't you said that belongs in number one? Uh, I'm blanking. My number one game is the first game that made me go. VR oh, is the future. That. <laughs> VR is the future. When I played this game, I started the list with my saying my favorite writer on uh for any like game ever is Rob Yescomb, and I will top off the list by saying my favorite game on PlayStation VR is Farpoint, baby. Woohoo! Man, you know, I think the I think the the gunplay is some of the best uh, I think the 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 gunplay the, the even the guns feel heavy. Um, I, I love the story of this game. The story I said there's there's only a couple. There's like a two games really that made me cry. Farpoint made me cry uh, from the story, and the, I think it has some of the best characters, uh, most memorable characters um, that are absolutely amazing. I love the story. I love how it starts out like Starship Troopers, and then goes into like Terminator. Uh, and I think this is like a triple A level game. And on top of that, I also love the co-op. I think the co-op is some of the most fun I've had with friends. Um, and, uh, you know, shout out to everybody I've played the co-op with, including yourself. Uh, yeah. Also gave us this beauty here, which is one of the best accessories, uh, controller accessories of all time. Um, and you know, I don't know. I don't know what else I can say about this game. Um, I love Farpoint, and it was the moment that I first said VR is the future of gaming, and this is a clear example of why. Yeah, it's a good thing the story is good in Farpoint because, oof. yeah, I love everything about. It. I think the AI is of the enemies are really good and underrated. Um, and uh, yeah, every everything about uh. Everything about this game I love. This game is is meant for me and is just so special to me and near and dear to my heart. Ben of the GameCat Army with the $5 tip says, I mean, AJ did start the stream brandishing his aim, so this was kind of predictable. Um, Yeah. I'm I'm surprised you caught that. That's super funny. I didn't think anyone was going to catch that, but I did that for that reason. I mean, Uh, we've we've talked about it before, I think publicly, many times. I love the ending of Farpoint, by the way, for everyone commenting about the ending. I love the ending of Farpoint. Don't play the Souls Project if you didn't like that ending then. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. You know, you said it before that you said that on your, you know, on your biased, on your uh, personal, on your favorites list, you know, something that's not an official uh, top 25 list you, that, that far point would be your number one uh so i'm actually not surprised to find to see it here 
Um, yeah, it, 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 I really like the additions they added to this game. I, I've gone on, what are you doing? <laughs> Does everything still work? Does everything still work? Yeah, tornado, <laughs> tornado almost took down the stream single pod, podedly. Um, I, far, yeah, Farpoint is just, I, I just don't think the level design is very good. I, I, and, I, and I think that it's, it's broken up into four very distinct segments with no transition between them. Uh, it's just big, wide corridors for you to explore with no reason to explore. Um, it's very straightforward, very, um, very, yeah, very. Yeah, and I don't really care. I mean, it's the same reason, like, you know, you talk about like a mortal legacy or something or whatever. And you know, it's got all those issues. So what it's, it's these, those aren't even issues to me. Like those are just people saying, well, that's why it's not for me. That's fine. It's that's, I don't think those are necessarily bad things. Um, you know, I got into VR originally because I thought that the, that's where like rail shooters were going to go. And I got something way more with Farpoint than, than any rail shooter will ever do. Um, and yeah, it's a, like I said, heavily story driven campaign, uh, sci-fi universe and just phenomenal storytelling and acting. Um, really bad props to the actors, voice actors as well. One of them played Abby in The Last of Us. Um, and uh, yeah, so she went on to have a great career. <laughs> uh, Rob Yescombe went on to have a great Netflix career. Uh, and yeah, I don't know. Um, I, I love the open-ended ending where, uh, yeah, where it kind of like lets you kind of think a little bit and and yeah i don't think every ending has to be just like a cliche uh happily ever after ending and uh it's uh yeah and i and i love the the ending makes you think and and i think about it to this day and yeah like just so much laura bailey thank you elsie uh, Genetic Flasmy, the reverse engineered game cat with the five dollar tip, says, "I'll never see the rest of Farpoint because of that damn mega spoder that I cannot get past." Great list. Um, thanks, guys. Make this a yearly thing. Thank you. Um, here, sorry, I went too far. Donatello, the scientist game cat with the twenty dollar tip, uh, says, "Beautiful list, boys. I'm so happy you guys had pretty different lists. All of these games are great, but we all know Resident Evil Seven is always number one, and I think that's probably a good time." to put in what we all knew was coming and that's resident <laughs> evil seven on top of my list dude between i mean just an amazing campaign it's one of the best looking vr games i've ever seen it is absolutely uh well beautiful hands crafted from beginning to end so much detail uh all you know such memorable characters uh it is and the most important thing is that it's absolutely too scary for most people to play, which I think is marks it should mark it down as an absolute success as a, uh, of a horror game. And uh, yeah, I love horror, uh, and and I was terrified to play it. Like I was scared to open every single door, uh, and it was terrifying for me to get through. Uh, and and then and then to give you a reason on top of that to play through it over and over and over again, playing it on different, uh, you know, on, on Madhouse difficulty where things are slightly mixed up, items are in different places, and you have to play it a little bit differently. Um, and then you're un- unlocking uh, the Albert gun, the circular saw, uh, infinite ammo. Like, you're unlocking things every single time you play it. It just gives you more and more reasons to go back and play it. Uh, so it makes one of the best games ever made uh, even better. Uh, it just, there is... I, I mean, people people will say that you know it, it needed uh, Dual Shock Four support. I mean, you needed move support, um, and I and I don't disagree that it would be even better with move support. But I think that uh, the head tracking was such a great addition to this game. Um, 
that it's 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 practically perfect as is and plus all the dlc jesus all the dlc is unbelievable uh some of those yeah. some some of that dlc um like uh like nightmare mode right like that that would be a, if that wasn't dlc if that was its own game 21 nightmare mode and 21 are, are great the other ones are just meh but but nightmare mode and 21 are great yeah, I think I, I think I think they're all pretty damn good. Uh, not not a hero. End of Zoe. I mean, like better again. Both of those are better than most PSVR games. End of Zoe is an example of. End of Zoe is definitely an example of something that needed would have really benefited from move support being yeah, able be to punch. I'm really hoping Resident Evil Seven gets a remaster uh, with the orbs and a and PSVR two. Um, I would love for that to happen um, because yeah. I'm not going to do what you did and nitpick all these little things about it like I could, though. Uh, I think it's a well-deserved You can. We do it on spot. every single Top 25 list. Right? This is not some boring yeah. corridor shooter. Just kidding. Uh, Wolveraza with the $3 tip says, Merry Christmas, y'all. You guys work so damn hard at this. Thank you, Wolveraza. It's pleasant. It's very Thank pleasant you, to see you today. Um, I feel like I, I just saw you somewhere saying something rude about your ex-wife. And I was like, I gotta, <laughs> like it's stuck in my head. <laughs> like, like, I forget where it was, but you were somewhere and it was funny. Um, let's see. We got one more tip I want to read off. Uh, ET.2K9.now. $25 tip says, thanks for sharing your lists and memories. And I think that's uh, what's so good about this, uh, about this event uh, is that we actually got to reflect on games that we don't always talk about and uh and yeah. why they are some personal favorites of ours even if they don't always make or will ever make an official top 25 list on without parole yeah yeah super hard to do gotta give some honorable mentions to like you know super hot uh super wipeout hot. people were mentioning a bunch wipeout is so good oh see that's um, that's the thing right is like like i'm just not a racing fan like i i'm a racing fan like when i play with other people and say yeah you know whatever it's great but like i'm in general like racing racing is not on my top three or four genres that i love about gaming uh it's yep. it's, it's something that's sort of more of an afterthought for me so yeah it's you know dirt would have been great drive club would have been great uh yeah you know dirt, rush vr would have been great oh such a great yeah game. i actually almost included gt sport um because it's my favorite racer but it is definitely a like uh dirt rally and wipeout are far superior games to it so you know that's the fun of doing just a personal favorites list and um yeah there's there's a bunch of other games that that could have been on this as well and really in some high spots too um so but this was a lot of fun and and really appreciate you know borderlands 2 gets should get a shout out um i almost had prada i saw some people asking about that but no um you know i i thought i'd i'd choose wisely and go with the solace project instead but but yeah, man, super, super fun. And uh, yeah, thank you for asking about this so many times, which eventually led to us uh, doing this. It's all you guys. You're right. Mash Daddy Cool with the $5 tip says, yo, 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 killer show, guys. Thank you very much, Mash Daddy. Uh, <laughs> we got Cerebral Frost with a $10 tip says, sorry, I missed it, but I'm digging these lists. Thanks, Dan. Uh, I bet you're digging AJ's list a little bit more than mine because it's to the top on <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, I actually expect my your list. We we did the uh, we actually said this whole versus thing just for fun. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, uh, this was this was just for for all fun and and whatnot, and you know, definitely went with personal list, not uh, what I wanted to. Um, 
I wasn't trying to win here. I was just trying to share with you my oh, favorite. I was trying to fucking my win. Favorite. It's like trying to win over everybody. <laughs> no, obviously, yeah. Like I wouldn't pick a bunch of fucking horror games because you know, I, I don't. I don't know if uh, I don't think that's how I'm going to win over the crowd. Uh, but I just so, love horror too much, and it, like not all these games get to be mentioned that frequently, uh, and I absolutely love them. I think Paranormal Activity is one of those games that's just like so polished and feels so good. Fuck you, Ryan. It's just it just needs to be <laughs> talked about more. Um, and uh, so that you know, and, and so that's in the back of people's minds. So next time it's on sale for six bucks, like everybody fucking flocks and picks it up. Um, yeah, it, it just this this was this was actually probably more fun for me than a normal top twenty five list, um, probably because it took seven hours less time yeah. to make speaking of which brian yes sir. before the end of every games cast this has been a long one we need to get out of here soon i need to go put some ice on my toe um yeah, <laughs> uh but uh yeah man i think right. before we get out of here though we should do some uh 20 questions real quick hell yeah man all right well, let me bring up a uh a six minute timer and from timertopia over there on Wait a minute. We'll just, we'll just hang out here while OBS decides to do something. You just, you just hang out, guys. It'll be fine. Fingers crossed we don't crash because <laughs> OBS does not like me ever. Um, so if you guys don't know, uh, we I've got I'm, I've got a game in mind, and AJ and you guys have 20 yes or no questions to try to figure out what game that is. AJ, are you ready? I, and, and I and I don't check the list. I don't know if we've done this before or not. I'm sorry. Oh, God. Okay. Are you ready? Yes, I'm ready. All right. Let's do this path. And go. Wait, wait, hold on a second. Where the hell is it? Go. <laughs> Was this game mentioned in any of our top 25 from tonight? Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> All right. So it's probably not a very good game. Uh, does it have move support? Yep. Okay. So it has move support. Does it have DualShock 4 support? I don't believe so. Let me just double check. That's a no. Okay. No DualShock. Is it a puzzle game? No, I wouldn't call it a puzzle game, but, you know, you could certainly twist twist it to be a puzzle game, I suppose. No, it's not, no. Let's, let's go with no, because I feel like it would throw you off. Okay. Is it... Uh, does it have shooting? Um, it may, but it's not like a gameplay mechanic. Um, it's c- certainly not what you think of. Uh, and again, I have to say no, because saying yes in any regard would, would steer you down the wrong path. No, it doesn't have shooting. Okay. Let's <sighs> um, see, so it doesn't have... Okay. Do you use a bow and arrow? No. Okay. Is that six already? I can, that can't be right. I feel, I feel like. No, no. Like I, did, I did moves. Mm-hmm. I did puzzle, dual shock four, uh, shooting. Shooting. And now you're on six. Now you're on six. Okay. Um, so no, okay. Yeah, no, no bow and arrow. Sorry, my knee started hurting <laughs> real bad. I, I, I must have sympathy bands from your toe. Uh. <laughs> Is it, let's see, are there vehicles in, like, uh, is it vehicle-based? Do you control vehicles? No. Okay. Um, 
Did it come out in 2021? No. Okay. Um, is it cartoony? Yes. Is it comedic? Yes. Comedic and cartoony. <laughs> Has this developer made other PSVR games? Yes. That's 10. Um, is it by Alchemy Labs? It is. 11. Okay. Are you on vacation in this game? You are not on vacation in this game. <laughs> are you working a job <laughs> in this game or several you jobs? Are working several jobs in this game. Is it job simulator? It is job simulator. Good job. Nice and quick, man. We didn't mess around too long. I like it. Good Hell stuff, yeah. man. Good stuff. So I'm sure we've done this one before. Uh, I didn't have one picked out ahead of time. and uh, but I don't think we've done job simulator. I think we've done vacation sim. Maybe. 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 But it could have gone in a lot of different ways when you're like, is it cartoony? Is it funny? I was like, ooh, is he thinking Trover? Is he thinking cartoony? Yeah, cartoony and comedic usually go hand in hand. Yeah. All right, you guys. Listen, thank you, uh, everybody out there. This was a super crazy long games cast, uh, about two and a half times longer than it should have been. Uh, but we appreciate all you guys sticking with us and uh, and hanging out and talking about PlayStation VR games. It's our favorite thing to talk about. Uh, make sure if you don't already subscribe to AJ at PSVR Underground that you go and do that. Subscribe to his channel. Watch his videos. Give him some love. Despite his horrible takes, he deserves love, too. It's true. Uh, and thank you to everybody out there. Thank you to everybody who uh, who uh, donated during the chat. Thank you to everybody who uh, participated during the chat. Thank you to everybody who supports us on Patreon. Thank you to everybody who sat back and watched the show. Didn't say a goddamn word. We know you're out there. AJ, can I cue the cat? Cue the cat, Brian, because I want to say congratulations on winning a close poll. 56 to 44%. Bum, bum, bum. Uh, pretty, pretty close there, actually. Um... And uh, GC13 Die Pepsi Cat, thank you so much. Uh, says we love how you guys think and entertain. Uh, you're the best, not us. Wolveraza later, man. Old Darth, uh, smash the like button, Tarzan. Bob Zarkoff, the underground game cat. Night to you, John Tell the scientist game cat. He's back. Uh, thank you, man. Glad you enjoyed the show. LC2552 beats the musical game cat, baby. Yo, Dan Kiefer says, why do you guys hate Borderlands 2? AJ, why do you hate Borderlands 2 so oh, much? <laughs> I don't hate Borderlands. I love Borderlands. Yeah. And uh, I will say that I almost had Borderlands in here because of the tiny, tiny Tina's Assault on Dragon Keep DLC uh, is my favorite part about Borderlands. Uh, that DLC is amazing, and uh, everyone should play it for that at least. Um, I really hope to see uh, Wonderland uh, get get PSVR 2 support or something. I, I love it. I, I'm a big fan. Uh, distracted says, why do you hate Albo? <laughs> I don't hate Albo. I like Albo. Thank you very much. Uh, Looper, the underground game cat. Uh, you missed my tip about why you hate squadrons. <laughs> oh, we oh, dude, yeah, no, we, we actually didn't... did miss a tip. I thought he was joking, but we missed a tip. Looper, the underground game cat with the five euros says, can you please both explain the absence of squadrons on your list? Yes. It's, uh, <laughs> it's I, I'm, I, I'm, not uh, i'm actually not a star wars guy personally 
Uh, and, uh, and as much as great as that game is, um, just like Firewall didn't make my list and Albo didn't make my list and a ton of awesome other games didn't make my list. This was, this was our chance to like, you know, talk about games that we love, um, that aren't quite as mainstream. Uh, This squadrons should always, always, always be high on the list of must have PSVR games. Yeah. And like best games for sure. Exactly. But not, not when it comes to, not when it comes to just us being talking about our favorites. Sergeant Frosty, I hope this stream was your childhood. Nick the Game Cat How says, Why do you hate Sniper Elite? <laughs> Twitch of the single player Game Cat says, Why do you hate Arashi? There's so many <laughs> everything is uh, Sally Sally Mango says, Why no Jeff Minter love? Right? I almost had Polybius actually. Polybius I is almost, so good. I, I was this close to having Polybius on my list. We only got twenty five spots. You guys will you all will be so happy when we do our top fifty list, I believe. And again, this no. isn't a best of list this they, is a they will be favorite. happy they will be they'll be it's twice they'll be twice as pissed off because we had twice as many spots in their game still didn't make it on the list yeah 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 <laughs> um i wanted to put rec room on there there's like so many more i wanted to put on there uh that i didn't um but that's the fun thing it's uh it's a tough job wonder rob Thank you, homie. Good Ram. to see you. ET.2K9.now. Uh, good night to you as well. Cat Productions, Farpoint for Life. Thanks for staying up. He was very happy. He he said his two favorite games are Farpoint and Resident Evil 7. So he wins. That's that's what we've learned today is that Cat Productions <laughs> what, we learned, what we learned today is that if you combine our list, we combined we make one decent person. Yeah. Yep. yep. <laughs> Teamwork. Teamwork makes the dream work. Right, oh, dude, yeah. Dude, yeah. Ben L, please... the Game Cat Army. Yeah. Pistol Whip wasn't in there. It's true. Yeah. Lots of games, man. Lots yeah. of games. Uh, don't, tell me about it. There's a lot of games I would have liked in there. But, you know, it's not uh, not a popularity contest with us. Yo, can, can, um, we get, can we get some pizza in our bellies? This has gone on way too long. I need pizza. Yeah, man. <laughs> Let's get out of here. You guys, we will see you on Friday. Happy hump day. Time to start humping. Get out there. And just start humping everything, and we will see you guys uh, Friday. Yeah, we're going to get complaints for that statement. <laughs> <laughs>